hey, listen, listen, um, my biggest tip for you going to Navy SEAL Buds is don't ever, ever make the mistake of saying that again. Don't ever say that you'll die before you'll ring the bell or quit because every single guy I've ever heard say that quits. So you can nip it right now and be more realistic with yourself and say, man, there is a chance I am going to fail and I'm going to fail bad. But that fear, the greatest fear that you can have is the fear of quitting. This ain't no, this ain't no, don't ever quit. I'll die before I quit. Let me tell you something. All that stuff is garbage. It goes way out the window. You know, some people are there from their mommy and daddy. Some people are there because their brother was a SEAL. They don't get no slack. Nobody, there's no slack there. Just because your dad's an admiral doesn't mean anything. Beat the living tar out of you. And so all those reasons go away. So you have to have a deep-seated reason. I'm getting to your, I'm not, I wasn't bashing you either. I have much respect for you for going. I have more respect for someone that um, goes than that just talks about it, you know. It's cool if you don't go at all. You're very smart, actually, to not go to BUDS, to SEAL training. But um, uh, you need to get in the mindset of why you're going. And the reason and what you're going to figure out there, the reason why it's so bad and guys are getting skin grafts on their legs, inside of their legs, and, and you're getting a reverse haircut like me, but scalped by the boats, raw, man. Hands are swollen, your face is what your body's swollen with water. Um, the reason for that is uh, because that's how it's going to be on the SEAL teams. And you need to understand that. Do all SOs have to go to SEER school? Absolutely. And not just SEER school, but some advanced ones too that will literally kick your teeth in. Do all SOs? Yeah, so. What's up, man? Did you hear me? What, what you got going on? Sorry. I may have missed you. Do you have to be a certain height? No, um, actually, the shorter you are, the better. The shorter you are as a SEAL, the better. Uh, I'm 6'1", and that's like that's like a little too tall. But there's guys that go there. Uh, I knew one guy that played with Tebow. He was our new guy, but he had played uh, with Florida Gators as a linebacker. He came to our team as a new guy. He had already made it through training, but this guy was like, uh, probably six four or five, and that's pretty big. That's pretty tall. You want to be short, and you want to be light on your feet, because you can do more pull-ups when you're light. You know, wrestlers are really good, water polo players, and they're 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 recruiting out of top-notch schools, collegiate schools, because they're tired of people, all these guys failing. But it's the same exact statistic no matter what. You can send a lot more guys through and double your class size, but it's always the same. And they've done tons and tons and tons of uh, uh, tests, written tests. When I went through the training for two years, we took written tests all the time because they're trying to like narrow it down to save money in the Navy of who's going to make it, but they can't figure it out. It's not possible to figure it out. doesn't matter where you're from, uh, you know, uh, bad background, good background, all kinds of stuff. Did you ever consider working for Blackwater? I did work for Blackwater, believe it or not. That's not a lie. I worked there from 2004 to 2008 in between the Marines and the SEALs. East Tennessee nurse here. Love you. Hey, thank you so much for that. I appreciate your, your service to country. Uh, you guys and girls, the first responders just don't get the credit you deserve. Do I have a moderator? I'm the moderator. This is a one-man army here. What's your favorite SEAL movie? Charlie Sheen. 
one, two, and three. When he jumps off that bridge, I think it's like the Coronado Bridge. They get a beeper notice. They're at a wedding. They're trying to be cool and play golf. They can't. They're getting mulligans after mulligans like me in my life. I've got a lot of mulligans in my life. Uh, what do you see? That's a good question. Thank you. What else we got? Punch. Punch toint. Okay. All right. But that's just not going to happen anymore, okay? We can't be doing that. We can't be changing up touch point like that. That's really not part of the club rules. Hi from Indiana. Hey, thank you for your support. I always see you supporting. Thank you very much. What's up, brother? Love your to uh, your love your toast. Love your post. What is your favorite tattoo? Uh, I was thinking about that the other day and I forgot about this one. This is this one was done by a super like professional guy and it's about the only one I have on my body that was done by a professional. Some of these were done by a dude that was in prison for 12 years. He was really good. But this one is a, is the um the Spartan shield that says uh either with it or upon it. What's one thing you wish you would have learned sooner than later in life? I think you've asked this question before and I wanted to get around it. I'm so sorry if I didn't uh, answer that before. What's one thing you wish you would have learned sooner than later in life? Uh, uh, probably that um, there's no way I could do it on my own. Uh, so stop trying so hard uh, uh, to beat down doors that I knew that I wasn't meant to beat down. Like I always was kind of, I, 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 it was a dream to be a Navy SEAL, a dream for me in my heart. But I was terrified of it, which ended up being a good thing. And uh, But I delayed and delayed, and then I would try other things in life to see if that fit, just kind of, kind of as an excuse. Um, and um, so I wish I wouldn't have wasted so much time in those other meaningless things when I knew in my heart I was supposed to be a SEAL. Um, I mean, the timing worked out well for me with war. Um, but, but, um, you know, like I went to Texas Tech for a small stint because I was going to be a, a doctor now. And I did pre-med and I failed miserably, uh, miserably. And I just, I don't believe in that saying, you can do anything in the world if you put your heart to it in mind. That's not true. If God put it in your heart, you can. Uh, but if that was true, then, you know, go be a, um, a NASA um astronaut you know what I mean it's it's not happening for people how hard was it to get into the seals with what happened with Blackwater it wasn't at all the mental barrier um for me to get into the seals was the hardest because everyone in the world told me that it was impossible to be a seal especially with me coming out of that Blackwater terrible Nisar Square event um but I just took one step at a time every day. Yes, I'm an artist. Thank you so much. And I took a, a one step at a time every day. And the case was thrown out by Judge Urbina, a federal uh, judge on prosecutorial misconduct, right when I was going in. And so I didn't have to lie or anything. I just kind of threaded the needle of that, uh, truthfully, got a, above a top secret clearance and all that stuff. And so God's timing is perfect. Do you believe in reptilians? Draconis. Um, you know, I ain't gonna lie. 
I asked God to lift the veil over my eyes one time for a while, and I saw a bunch of reptiles and stuff, and it wasn't good stuff, you know what I mean? And I kind of regretted that, and I think, um, I think, uh, I think there's something there, bad. You're a very handsome man. See, I like reading stuff like that. Thank you so much. Um, some people say that I look like, um, well, I brought a picture of him. You decide. I mean, that's basically what people tell me I look like. I mean, what do you guys think? Elvis is what's up. I had these two little kids come in my house, and this picture was in my mom's house, and they started yelling, Uncle Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy. I said, that's right, Elvis, what's up? I don't see it. What are some things you can say for those of us that are scared to die in combat? Well, are you in combat? Are you uh, in the military where you're, where you're, that's a fear? Because that's, that's when you sign that oath, that's a big deal. You're signing up to possibly die in combat. You know, when I got married, I told my uh, ex-spouse, which I regret, I said, uh, just want to let you know the seals uh, come before you no matter what. And I could die, and then there could be War three, and I could be gone forever. Or I could get gravely injured, which I was injured really bad. And when she was a hunt, it was our honeymoon, basically. And she's like looking over at me on, on a um, on an emergency room gurney. It was terrible. Sky Gypsy's tattoo. He was definitely an interesting person. You did a Sky Gypsy tattoo? Joe Castle, that's pretty cool, brother. That's pretty cool. Very interesting man, John McAfee. Hey, hey, handsome. Uh, double heart, kiss, kiss. Thank you so much. I love to hear these things. I'm tired of just my dog licking me and I'm going, mm -mm, you know, ugh, I don't know. My motivation for buds is Danny Dietz. Families have been close family friends forever. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually uh, met Danny Dietz's mother and that was very humbling. Thank you for saying that. I met her in, in California. She was at an event for, you know, representing Danny. And uh, the command that I was uh, at we had all their gear because that was from my unit. Um, and we, uh, it was very, uh, it was epic because we uh, separated all their gear out. And uh, I had like Axelson's canteen for a while, stuff like that. Uh, SEAL have NASA training? No, but some of the SEAL officers um, do go to NASA training. Uh, like my commander was like the 15th in line to be an astronaut, but he never was. But he, he did all that training and stuff. It was weird. Only officers, though. That's cool you did his tattoo, John McAfee's tattoo. That's legit. How did you get on Team McAfee? Hey, Big D, thanks for the question. Um, I had just got out of the teams. Um... After 17 years combined service with the Marines, and uh, um, my buddy called me, who's now in the French Foreign Legion. His name is Cav, and he was like, what's up, bro? And I'm like, what's up, dude? Because he's nothing but trouble, you know? And uh, basic team guy. And uh, he said, hey, you know John McAfee? I said, no. He's like, look at your computer. I saw my computer. And I saw the McAfee antivirus thing. He said, that guy wants uh, serious help. And so that's how I got that gig. 
he was super uh, scared of his life at the time. And so I went there almost immediately when he called me, but I didn't know him. What team were you on, Jimmy? John Rando. I was with SDV team, uh, and, I, and I did some other stuff too, but I was with SDV team one the majority of my time. How long did you work for him? Uh, one year, but the entire year I was with him for like every single day, every single hour. It got pretty, I, I became like his blankie. Like he wouldn't sleep without me in the same room or nearby. Very paranoid. So crazy I can tell, what's up? Uh, so crazy I can tell you have a beautiful, pure soul and a huge heart. God bless you, brother. Now I do. Thank God. Praise God I do. Uh, it was not like that for, for my whole life. Peace, Jimmy. Lots out. Hope all is well and most manly way, dude. Big Daddy, Big Daddy, before you go and sleep and, and think about me and pillow talk, uh, because I will do that too with you, um, thank you for this shirt. He sent this to me. Thank you. Big Daddy's been awesome. He sends these awesome shirts. Is there any other way I can contact you about buds and the teams? Ask questions and such. Absolutely. Um, I have an open door policy. Uh, I would prefer not for my parole officer to have that open door policy or the FBI, but they uh, have taken a liberty to have that anyways without asking me. But I do have that policy. And I just ask that you DM me with your story. I'll list your number on my list and I'll get around to you and it'll probably take me two weeks at this point with the list that I have. I try to prioritize stuff. Thank you. And, and I'll, I will help you as much as I can because I didn't receive that kind of help and it was really hard. I actually had a very distant relative that I talked to that said, you're not going to make it, bro. Like basically give it up. And maybe he had got wet that day. Maybe he, uh, a water hose uh, splashed him or something because he was very rude. And that's not the reason why I made it, because he said I wasn't going to make it. Have you ever uh, met any Sark? No, we just don't We just don't work with them much, but um, I saw them a lot in the Chow Hall, and they look like squared away dudes uh, in uh, Panama City Beach, Florida, uh, the military base there. Will you create your own escorts company? I mean, I thought about all that, you know, when it was really big, and... Um, I don't know. Some people have asked me to be their escort. I'm going, man, I don't think you're talking about PSD. I don't think you're talking about protecting you. You know what I'm saying? Dad was Special Forces. Mac V. Sog, Vietnam, two tours. Thanks for being an operator, keeping us safe. Thank you so much. I used to read all those books, like um, the LRP books, uh, Recondo. I was infatuated with stuff like that when I was a kid. Did you ever work with Delta? No, I've never worked with CAG. We just don't work with CAG that much. It's just not. Um, uh, blue and green just don't work uh, together much. Great guys. I've seen them at a distance, you know, doing their stuff with their the 160th and stuff. But they just, they just have a totally different mission, uh, a totally different mindset with tactics. And that's cool with me, whatever, you know. What's up, brother? Thank you for saying that. Love my YouTube. Thank you. It was on private this whole time. My YouTube, I was telling people to go there, and you couldn't even watch the videos. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Thank God for busy. You live in Panama City Beach? I did a lot of training there, but they moved the, the SDV uh, school from there, the schoolhouse to Hawaii. 
Hey, pro, can't get enough. Thank you. Hello, Jimmy. Hope all is well. Touch point. When's your court date? I don't know. I don't know my court date anymore because John McAfee um, supposedly died. So I'm in limbo. I'm Lakota. What's your shirt say? Tatanka Touchpoint. That's awesome. That is awesome. What's up, brother? You know what Geronimo said on his deathbed? He said he wished he would have never um, surrendered. And he, he evaded for so long and kicked some ASS hardcore. And but the but the one thing he regretted was that surrendering, and I think of that often, is you never give up, never, because you don't want to be on your deathbed, um, and uh, have regrets. Frag Nation, baby. Frog Nation or Frag? Two, both of them are pretty cool. Never stop fighting. Tell us about the painting. What's up? Hey, um, it's it's. You know, I love painting because it, it clears my mind. It takes my mind and, and puts it at ease. Uh, I learned it in the hospital. Check this out. Jujitsu. It's a, um, a lighthouse. Again, I'm doing like a set of three lighthouses, you know. You saw the other one, right? Frag grenades. Is that your nickname, brother? Frag grenades. Favorite pizza topping. Great question. Um... Cheese. Robert Wood. What's up? Who's Robert Wood, sir? Mighty Warrior Lighthouse. That's right. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Valerie. It's great seeing you, Valerie. Levi says, sell them. I, that's the one thing I am selling. I'm not selling really anything except for those touch point shirts, and those are at cost. Basically, I don't make anything off those. Uh, neither should I, but it's kind of a pain in the butt. But um, uh, the paintings are for sale for sure. I got to pay some lawyer fees. Hey, buddy, from a gas station. What's up, man? Favorite seal cadence. Um, tiny bubbles in my brain. And then I got tiny bubbles in my brain, and that became my worst cadence song ever. Next question. Hey, bud, what about you and John McAfee? Did you know him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I knew him very, very well. And very, very tragic, you know, that he that he passed away and died. You think McAfee killed himself to help you stay free? You know, um, I never saw John McAfee lose anything. I never saw him lose a bet. You just never bet him, ever. He would only bet you a dollar because he's a millionaire. But he just wouldn't. He did not lose, even if the odds were completely stacked against him. And if he did hang himself, which I think he was murdered, um, he kind of got a one-up on everybody. He kind of won that one. And because maybe he thought it's over, you know. But but there's no way he hung himself because he was about to be extradited. He's a sensationalist. I mean, he loves the, the, the uh, media. Uh, that would have been an awesome journey for him, even though he wasn't being let loose. Uh, he lost his extradition case, which means he was leaving that terrible prison he was in back to America. Who He wouldn't kill himself for that. Yeah, he was murdered. Why was he murdered, do you think? Can't go into stuff like that. I wish I could. But I, I will be able to at some point. I have a lot. Russian spies, how many in the U.S., man? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Jimmy, 
Hmm. You think he could be uh, could be paid off guards and faked his death? Hey, anything's possible with John McAfee. I'm not joking you. When I first got there, when I first got to John McAfee's, I thought he was paranoid on drugs. I thought, man, this guy gets out. But but in my profession, you never ever ever um, uh, deny somebody the seriousness of security. And that you have to project that at all costs. And even if you totally don't believe it, you have to believe it. Because what if it happens? And like, what if they're, you know, they're saying, well, an alien, is, it keeps on abducting me every night. And I'm like, well, me too, on house arrest. But, they, you know, if they, if, if, whatever they say, you have to believe. Because it could be a threat. And, and God forbid you're like, oh, he's just old senile man, which a lot of his guards were like that. And we saw absolutely insane things while I was there that made me a complete believer that he was telling the truth. He was absolutely telling the truth. People were out to get him. People wanted to kill him. He knew a lot of stuff. Dude, you're really cool. Thank you. You're really cool now. Uh, really cool. I listen to you on my days I have. Hey, thank you very much for saying that. Concrete, what about the Spetsnaz? What's up? You a Spetsnaz? You're going to kick me in the face in training? It's pretty serious. You don't hear them complaining. They don't have timeout cards in the Spetsnaz. Get your head kicked off. Explain the tattoos. Mm. Mm. Hey, thanks for saying that. You know, you got to laugh at yourself. You got to laugh at yourself, you know? You know, you, you have to laugh at yourself or avoid crying for yourself, maybe. Thank you for your service. Thank you for saying that. Uh, where's everybody? Um, yes, I was in Blackwater. Was where's everybody? Um, is there military here? I know there's a lot of this following. This this mighty warrior tribe is full of the greatest patriots known to mankind, and that's why I'm so humble because it's like no judgment and super supportive, super down to earth. Super genuine and funny. I'm not going to lie. I didn't come up with twerkometer. The twerkometer thing came from Nick Bates. I said I came up with it in my video, but dang, that was a lie. He came up with it. I said me and my three friends, Magnanimous Peacock, Lions Mane, and myself, and Texas Tornado. Patriot. Where's all my patriots? Let's start standing up. How about we start standing up and come together as one? And you start to see change. I believe one person can can uh, can change the world. Uh, man, woman, and all you got to do is stand up. Stacy, thank you for joining us. I've been missing you. Thank you. Slay bodies. Is that a state? The vet man, the myth. What's up? Where's everybody from? Where's my veterans? Uh, why weren't you in dev group? Daddy, you assume a lot of things. I laugh so much at myself. <laughs> you, laugh, you laugh at yourself, huh? What's up, Big J? And zebra accented glasses on the sun. I know. Don't you love those zebra print glasses? I'm not trying to advertise here. I'm not making any money off this. But if you go to wherezoos.com, where. Zeus, like where Zeus, I don't know, dot com, and put in the, the code touchpoint, you will get 20% off. Have you thought, have you, have you thought of VA claim? Yeah, 
I have a VA claim. I, I mean, it's already done. I'm medically retired from the SEALs. Medically retired. Uh, no, don't be sorry, brother. It's all good. It's all good. I, I've already thought all that, man. Thank you very much. They, they basically do a, a, a huge once-over on you when you're leaving. Got to keep asking, where do you live? Why do you want to know where I live? You know, a lot of people ask me that, and the only thing that I'm afraid of is basically being sent anthrax. Just don't send me anthrax and I'll tell you, okay? I'll tell you exactly where I'm located if you ask me on a DM. Florida here. Thank you. Thank you for praying for me. I appreciate We all need prayer. Sorry, I was told um, only SEAL Team 6. Uh, sorry, I was told only SEAL Team 6 was dev group. That's true. You are correct. You are very correct, sir. What's your plans after HA? What's your plans after um, Hell's Angels? I'm sorry, house arrest. Sorry, I thought you were saying something else. My plans after house arrest, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm so conditioned, especially the old Texas tornado, Jimmy, is so conditioned. See, we make agreements in our life with ourselves and they're never positive ones. They're very negative. Like, I'm, I'm abandoned by God. I'll never make it. Um, I'll never have a good relationship. I'm always, I'm the weird one. I'm the stranger. I'm dyslexic. All these things. In my case, I'm a high-functioning um, reciprocal uh, altruism syndrome, which is when a monkey uh, uh, sacrifices his own um, self for the benefit of other primates. That's what I do. Anyways, tacos, pizza, what do you prefer? Oh, are you killing me? Is this my mom? Mom, is that you? She's trying to, t she tries to get me to break my diet, and I ain't breaking for nobody. I'm on no carb. She tried to talk me into eating peanut butter um, cookies and saying they were carb-free. And I saw her put two cups of sugar in it, and she tried to pawn it off to me that she heard on TikTok that it was carb-free and it was okay to eat. I'm like, it's okay to eat if you want to um, uh, not be able to rescue your swim buddy if things go down. Yeah, we got, at, if we, hey, Marvel, you're right about that. I got like eight or nine of those anthrax vaccines, maybe more. They lost my record in the Marines. They just did it again. But nobody, didn't, nobody was denying that, though, you know. Free my homie Jimmy. Now that, my friend is a brother. Wow. Northeast Florida. What's up? I feel like, um, sorry, I can't, I can't answer some of these some more sensitive questions, um, especially when they concern like Jay Salk and, and Jasodif and stuff. Hey, Jimmy, what's up? I know it doesn't seem like I hold back much, but I, I kind of know what to and what not to. How you feel about O'Neill getting a movie deal? Oh, what? I wasn't... I knew it. Because I was in talk... I was in talks with uh, Steven Spielberg the other day, and he just cut me off and said Rob O'Neill was calling him. And I said, what am I, chump change? Have you not seen Touchpoint? I mean, what about what about me? Because it's all about me, not not the team. And, um, what's up? I didn't know he was getting a movie deal. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I hope 
Well, I, I'm not judging, but but um, I hope that his entire team that was with him is getting the movie deal. Now, that would be legit. But please, I can't handle another book or another podcast or another CNN interview or in NBC or Fox interview that says, I did it all by myself. It's the most... Yeah, Kyle, thank you. While your buddies are banging out down the hallway. I'm doing a video on that. Jeez. And I don't mean to get sour, but it's just true. It's just pathetic. When, when, the, when, you're, in the real, when you're in the SEAL teams, that stuff is terrible. That, that, that's like the biggest thing, no-no you could ever do. And really look down upon. As in, you have to leave the state you're living in. And you can't be in Virginia or California. He, what's up? He grew up about an hour from me. Okay, where are you from? If you say Virginia, then I'll take that back. Is that the guy who killed Bin Laden? <laughs> yes, I think so. I think that's uh, been made known quite a bit. Man. Jeez. Dude, it, it... Do you know what it takes? Not just the team. Do you know what the logistics... Nightmare... And all the things that it takes to to um, to do a to do a mission that complex or do any mission. I mean, what about the pilots? What 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 about the logistics and the intel and all that? But they get nothing, and they're sitting there watching CNN, going, "It is this guy serious? Did did he just say he did that on his own?" You don't have to say you did it on your own without saying you did it on your own. Yes, I've trained jujitsu. Yeah, I think it's important to train uh, jujitsu for for five or so years and get a foundation before you go to striking. You know, that's what I did. I mean, I can defend myself on the ground, but I don't want to go to the ground. So I, I don't plan on it going to the ground. Does, doesn't mean it won't. Ha it can't happen. I mean, the FBI proved that. They just basically slammed me on the ground. I was like, cool, dog. I mean, I, I was really uh, nice, you know. What was the name of the CIA analyst? I don't know. Rob is from Butte, Montana. And I'm from about an hour from there. Well, what do you think about him? Maybe you know, maybe you know him. But actions uh, speak louder. Honey Badger, I love you. How can we help you get free? Or are we just waiting and praying? I guess unless you want to send a, a breacher team up here and blow a hole through the wall and then throw a caving ladder up in my, my room and let me scale down, we're, we're pretty screwed here. Not screwed, because God's timing is perfect. God's timing is everything. Hmm. What are some more of these hard questions? Some TikToker gave O'Neill a brand new truck. Well, I can't get too mad at that because I can't drive it around. I'm on house arrest. I, I want. I want. Um, I want a lizard. That's what I want. If somebody send me a lizard. I'll be fine with a lizard. You know what I'm saying? I saw a lizard today. I was like, that kind of be cool to cool to uh, hang out with him. If I had the money, I would buy you a truck. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate it.
I put a, um, John McAfee gave me his getaway truck. It had like 70,000 aftermarket. It was beautiful. But when I was going through all that stuff, it's like everything in the world bad happened to me. You know, and I, I just creamed the side of it when I was talking on the phone at night. It just destroyed the whole side of this truck that he given uh, to me. And I kept talking and my buddy was like, yo, bro, what was that? And I was like, oh, I just destroyed my truck. No big deal. And just got out, didn't look at it and went in my house. And then I put a uh, come and take it sticker on there. Don't put a come and take it um, cannon on the back of your truck because maybe you might look and there will be a tow truck uh, that came and take it, came and took it. Real question. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing great. Because you were not supposed to be there. Yeah. I'll tell you, God will remove, you know, you got to be careful. Um, when you pray uh, that God's will would be done and you really mean it, don't be scared, but don't be surprised when you're taken out of all kinds of situations. Last try. I didn't want to return from Iraq. Family has me in therapy. Don't think it works. Any advice? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I did. It depends on what kind of therapy you're doing. Can you tell me what kind of therapy? Um, I did exposure therapy. Um, and it was intense. And I don't think it's, it may not be biblically correct because you have to go back in your memories, deep, dark memories. But I came out of there about 20% better, which was massive for me um, out of the James Haley Veterans Hospital. But, but the only thing that's going to work is, is, uh, is, I mean, total surrender to Jesus, to God. Can you expand? Um, let's see. Can expand a little more on your nose injury. My K, okay, my nose injury. What is this? Um, who's that guy that said I hurt my nose? Like I'm not Charlie Sheen. I didn't hurt my nose like that. Jeez. Well, I did for a while, but that guy's gone. He's dead. But I, um, it wasn't my nose injury. Now I had a penile crush injury, which was terrible. And then I had a head injury. Kay, can you clarify that? But I think you're a smart girl. I think you meant to say that. <laughs> well, thank you for showing up, everybody. Smoking crayons. John Rando coming out with the smoking crayons. I thought we were going to get through this without saying that. What's everybody doing? You were asking God to change... Hey, brother, curious about your tasks, specifically the people their impact on you, if I may ask. Yes, you may ask. Thank you. Um, I got these tats. Um, uh, some of them were to prove, uh, uh, like like I earned them and, and to prove myself and, and these things. But m the majority of them were done in times of serious pain and loss uh, of a, a best friend, uh, two really good uh, SEAL teammates, uh, my little brother, and um, I just kept getting just drilled on because it's what we would do in the teams and, and it helped me filter the pain. And the entire time I was getting blasted, wasted, uh, hence the Texas tornado. And I was pretty aggressive and, and my, my hand stayed broke for two years. And it was actually a super dark time because um, when you're grieving like that, the wrong way, um, you fast forward a couple years later and you realize that uh, the tremendous neglect on the ones that are alive around you. And that's maybe why Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead.
boy, that was a huge lesson. I neglected my ex so bad during those uh, young, beautiful years of our life, but, but I was destroyed by my little brother's death. Uh, opinion on psychedelic assisted therapy or psychedelics in general in relationship to faith. Um, I don't agree with them at all uh, because uh, the Bible says, uh, be of sober mind, uh, paraphrasing here, lest a lion come and rip you in half because um, Satan comes to uh, steal, kill, and destroy, uh, seeking whom he shall devour. And when you're not uh, sober, it just opens doors uh, for um, things to happen. In vino veritas uh, means in wine there is truth. And so, yes, the truth comes out, but it's those deep, dark things a lot of times. And that's why we escape and drink and stuff. Uh, and that reminds me of, and I've been thinking about doing a video on it, but I was like, man, people are going to think I'm absolutely out of my mind, crazy. Because um, uh, when I was running around with... Um, one of the top three biker gangs, um, uh, I was holding uh, some uh, package for, for a guy, uh, a, a buddy, a buddy. Yeah, right. Uh, not your friends. But uh, he warned me and said, don't touch the, the, the shrooms in there. He had a big bag of shrooms. He said, it's enough for 56 people. And um, I went home that night. I opened up the package and I boiled that whole thing in hot water because I heard you could just boil shrooms. I didn't think they were that bad or anything. And I drank that whole cup. And I'll tell you, I had a nightmare experience that was not a shroom. Uh, I mean, it was shrooms, but it was a, it was, I, I really felt the absolute um, separation of God. And for me, for me, uh, it's not worth it to open up doors. I know a lot of people uh, politely disagree. And hey, man, you know, it may work for a lot of people. Maybe my brain injury uh, seemed to exasperate a lot of existing things like my ADHD got worse. Um, I smoked weed and, and weed would just make me terribly down and, and shaky and paranoid. And but but I but I um, went the other route with all the other drugs for a long time. Uh, all these psychedelics and stuff, but I had really bad experiences. And so I'm just telling you the truth. That's, that's what I experienced. I've heard a lot of people say, man, it's, it's great for healing, maybe in micro doses, you know, but, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be Jesus based, man. It's gotta be God based, which it could be, you know, people that say, Oh, you, you, you smoke marijuana. You can't believe in Jesus, man. That is garbage. It's your heart. It's your heart. And that's why we've had so much breakthrough on this channel, this page with, with me, is because people realize that, hey, um, this guy's not telling me to do what all the psych uh, psychiatric doctors have told me to do. Everybody else is telling me to flush my stuff right now and, and do this and this and this. I'm saying, hey, why don't you ask Jesus into your situation? Keep doing your drugs because you're going to do them anyways. And by me telling you to, to not do them, you're going to do them worse or, or it's going to get bad. All I'm saying is let Jesus come in. When you see his compassionate love for you, even when you're high and, and strung out or coming down off meth or something, then you'll start to open your, real, your eyes um, that he loves you beyond any 
preacher trying to get your money. And then when you see that, you'll eventually get disgusted with yourself and, and with what you're doing and go, man, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Can you, can you believe I was doing that stuff? I, I, I've had people reach out to me and say that their arms are ruined by that crocodile heroin and stuff. Luckily, I never did that stuff. Snorted heroin and stuff. But, but uh, eating people's arms up. And, and my prayer is that Jesus would open your eyes to, to the truth. And the truth is, is that you're a mighty warrior spirit. And God's got an incredible mighty plan for you. An incredible mighty plan. He's going to open up doors. And when you realize that, that you're not worthless, that it wasn't your fault, you were molested, that that um, you're not a drug addict. Often people say, I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. I said, who told you that? And they'll be like, everybody my whole life. I said, um, but but do, do you believe that? And they'll say, well, yeah, because everybody told me that. Hey, let me tell you something. If you go to a doctor, I'm not saying don't go to a doctor. But if you go there and tell them something, you're going to come out of there with a diagnosis. And once they diagnose you coming from an authoritative figure, it's kind of dangerous because you might believe it. You just might start believing exactly what the enemy wants you to believe. And once he's grabbed a hold of you, I've had a lot of young uh, uh, men tell me, well, I can't go to the SEALs. I can't do what you did because um, I was diagnosed bipolar. I said, by who? I said, the doctor, I went in and had some depression. And I said, well, you better undiagnose yourself. You better go somewhere and, and, and get a second opinion. I'm not saying you don't have bipolar. I'm just saying you better go get a second opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because don't let your dreams slip by. Don't let somebody come and snatch your dream out of your hands because they will. I promise you that. Satan revealed himself to my wife and myself. He is real. He is real, but he has no power until you give him power. And part of that power is, I believe, psychedelics and stuff. Uh, unless it's highly controlled. Highly controlled. A lot of people uh, have gotten mind-blowing results, healing results from smoking weed. So I cannot say that's bad because uh, chronic pain, gone. And I'll tell you what's worse than any other drug in the world and uh, worse than marijuana any day is alcohol. Alcohol is straight up drinking poison and makes people do stuff out of their minds. Really out of their minds. Ruins lives, ruins families. Yes, micro. God is good. He only gives you what you can handle. That's right. If you want to find God, look in your heart. Peacock. Thank you for that. Alcohol is no bueno. Yeah, you finally caught me live. Some some people have been saying um, that I'm not coming uh, up on their... You know, they follow me, but but... My live alerts don't come up and my videos aren't coming up. They have to go to my page and that sucks because uh, when I had less people follow me, like 50,000, I got way more views on some videos. It's just strange. Like the algorithms push you down the more people follow. It's really strange. Do you miss the teams? Absolutely. 
you know, I was meant to be on some type of team. And I think that's why it's so great to be a, a fireman or a firewoman and first responder because it's all part of teams. It's a, my mom always said it's a people world, a people program. It, it takes people. Uh, we all have to have people in our lives. I like that, Team Jesus. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for double tapping on that screen. Not asking you to follow me. Just asking you to visit my page and and uh, check everything out. Ask me whatever you want. Um, hope all is well today. Much love from Houston. All right. Houston. Y'all throw out anything. Throw out your mood. Throw out your state. Somebody said they were hiding in my wall when I asked what state they were from. I might get some weird stuff, you know, but mostly good. Mostly good. I see you'll be a great trainer and lessons learned. Yes, sir. I've learned some lessons, you know, and if people can avoid uh, those mistakes that I've made, then it was all worth it, you know. Missouri, Texas with 20,000 Purple Hearts. It breaks my heart that my son doesn't want to be a SEAL anymore because of our government. You know, times have changed. When 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 I got out, um, it was changing, and I was so glad to be part of a time where it was real traditional. It was hard as heck, all that stuff. I'm not saying it's gone soft because they haven't lowered the standards. I don't think, according to some of my buddies that are instructors there. With all due respect, how's your relationship with your ex, Levi? Thank you for that. Um, it's uh, amicable. Uh, uh, we can't talk because of this case that happened because she was involved in ways. Uh, so I haven't talked to her in a long time. Um, it's a really tragic case. Like um, when I had that big meltdown at McAfee's, I uh, really never saw her again after that much. Uh, and it was, that was my princess. And I felt that she was highly manipulated by him against me and all kinds of stuff. It was really tragic. And uh, it, it was really sad. And I could never regain that back. And it was um, it was over. And I was stuck with the, the house that we had, our dream house, in Valley Center, California, that we had, we had used my VA loan to purchase a house to, as a safe house for uh, sex trafficking children, girls. Um, I had decided to take the back seat, but we ran out of money. So um, that's where I got that job with McAfee. And so that was really hard for me to go back to that empty home that once had little Tookie running around, jingling around. Of course, she got the dog, you know. Nick Bates, the twerkometer. My mood defeated and accomplished at the same time. It's a roller coaster. I feel I have a million questions about the whole lawsuit situation. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a much bigger than a lawsuit situation. Um, but there's a couple real big lawsuits as well. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. You're doing amazing things. I appreciate you saying that. Empty houses are sad. Empty houses are sad and tragic. Hey, John, thanks for joining. Cool cast. I see you, brother. I meant to call you today, actually, about that stuff we talked about. Um, let's let's do that tomorrow. I actually wanted to call you today. Um, the yeah, what's worse than the, the the garage was she just left everything in boxes 
um, in, in the garage and I just avoided it at all cost. And, um, uh, I finally had to go in there and clear it out cause we were selling it and it was tragic. I didn't want to sell the place. It's beautiful. 14 acres in, in Valley Center, California. And I'll never forget going in there and I, I literally would have to just like walk in there and I would just collapse sobbing because my life was like a wreck. And I would just walk back out and try to go back at it the next day. Could barely, I, I, I couldn't sleep in our bed anymore. I never slept in our bed really again. And I would sleep on the couch downstairs. It was haunting and in a scary and dark place. Uh, and that's when I just ran and, and uh, lived in Spain and Medellin and Nicaragua, El Salvador and Thailand. Uh, did I ever did I ever think about dropping on request? Uh, absolutely, and anybody, any seal that tells you that they never thought about quitting, is absolutely lying to you, and that's a real shame. It's about as shameful as saying you took out Osama bin Laden by yourself. Not that that's ever happened, but um, uh, you think about quitting all the time. Yes, God put me at my lowest. That's right. So he can build me back up. That's what God does. Um, my worst injury in the SEAL team, somebody asked earlier. I saw that. Uh, was my penis getting caught in a belt sander that was in the SEAL teams. That's maybe not the answer that you were thinking, but that happened. I was making a memorial board. You know the coffins that you stick uh, tridents in for SEALs that die? Um, well, when they... There's no coffin sometimes because they get lost out at sea, as in the case with Matt Leathers in 2015. And uh, I was making a memorial board for us to pin the tridents in, and it caught my little silky shorts, and uh, the rest is history. But I had a traumatic brain injury, which was the absolute worst thing, even worse than the penis uh, belt center incident. <clears throat> Ouch. Oh my God, yes. What? I didn't realize you were in the teams for that. Uh, for for that? For Matt Leather's thing? Yeah. For my penis getting caught in the belt center. The mil hey, a mouse will go through a door crack, okay? And, and let me tell you something. Your you-know-what will go through a you-know-what if it needs to go through there. It's just the facts. It's just the facts. Oh, you felt sorry for the belt sander, I see. No, I'm just adding words now. For the belt sander. I'm sorry for laughing. It's okay. Stacy laughs at me all the time. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't mean to ask something that might be too personal. <laughs> you can't ask anything that's too personal uh, to me these days. Um, but uh, after the penis caught in the belt sander. But do you have kids? Um, I adopted my, my niece with my ex, and, but she's in college. She's 21. Adopted her when she was 16. But I don't have any kids. Can you imagine that? you got to be careful of taking that um, 23andMe test. Because I'm telling you right now, they store that data. You might have some kids come up and knock on your door. Where is the McAfee files? You know where they are. They're in Miami. Or they were. But would you, the, the files that were um, in Miami um, were 
the thought thank you for that that's awesome the <clears throat> the files that were in Miami I think were blown up and but everybody says this kill switch thing um the problem is is that uh, McAfee had people do it he didn't trust uh, in technology like that uh, but the problem is is the people equation if you saw the building go down where you know, the files were in that you were supposed to release you're not going to say, say anything after that because you're going to be afraid of getting whacked too you'd be a great dad can you imagine that I want a son I, I made a, a video about that the other day but I didn't post it because it was so ridiculous and you know that's bad with me but yeah I uh, I said I want a son right now I don't know how, on house arrest, but I want a son. But then that thought kind of went away. My, my sister talked me out of it. She's like, Jimmy, you don't understand. You you can't just have a son. You, you just can't have a son at your when you're in a house arrest. And I was like, no, but it's possible. I promise you, I, I can do anything. I can do anything if I put my mind to it. I thought I could until I fell out of pre-med. You're a father figure. Thank you. You're my daddy. What? Just kidding. Nobody said that. Stacy says, yes, you can. What can I do? What? Have a son on house arrest? Let me tell you something. It's hard. It's very difficult. I've tried. It's unbelievably hard. Trying to be a firefighter? What you got? Trying to be a firefighter soon and want to hear about your experience on a team. Hey, um, there is no try in life. Dad? That's so funny. I used to say that all the time in the teams. I used to come in and be like, Dad? To my chief. My chief would be standing there just looking at me like scowling. Either at my long beard. Because, you know, you can have face hair, but you can't be like like I was. And I'd be like, Dad? He'd be like, come here. We, we need to talk. He blamed me. For, my chief blamed me for everything. Like, because he'd be like, hey, you need to come to my house right now. I'm like, hey, chief, it's Saturday right now. We don't ever get any time off. I said, I didn't do nothing. He said, I don't care. Get to my house. I'd get there and he'd be like, What'd you, wh wh what did the guys do last night? I said, I didn't go out last night. Literally. But I get blamed. Uh, but but my biggest advice for you is, is stop trying and do it. Just do it. Go for it. And that's what you may be doing. But there is no excuse. I had a kid the other day said, man, you don't understand. I don't have a GED. I said, bro, you, you, you just called the wrong or, or you just connected with the wrong guy to say that. Cause I'd have had nothing. I'm talking. I didn't have the ASVAB score multiple times. No, no GED for a long time. I said, what's stopping you from getting a GED? Jimmy, I'm now your moderator. Okay. Sounds good. I, I need help here. Can't do it on my own. Honey Badger said, man, I'm a felon. Man, there ain't no excuse. Look, it ain't about the SEALs. It ain't about the military. If you're a felon and you can't get in, I feel sorry for the military. They, they lost a great person. They need to relax that stuff. Felons would make the best soldiers anyways. So I joined the Marine Corps first. That's right, Devil Dog. Uh, I went to MCRD, Hollywood Marine. Um, my platoon number was 1021. Charlie and uh, MCRD and I went to school of infantry uh, and then went right down the road unfortunately and got stationed in Camp Horno which I believe is oven in Spanish 
Do I have any pictures from the teams? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Let me get you one right here. How about that one? That's me when I was in the teams. Actually, I need to um, thank you so much. I think you said you loved my face when I put Elvis up there, though. So thank you very much. I have pictures on my phone. Um, I guess I need to do a video because there's people that call me out and say, I'm calling Don Shipley. And I said, well, 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 well um, uh, uh, after you call him and spend the $20, you got to spend $20, then will you publicly apologize for trying to steal my valor? Because that's the thing, too. I'm not mad at you, but do your research first. What's the deal with Touchpoint? Oh, you, you asked that. Listen, let me tell you something before I say that, Touchpoint. Dude, get into acting. Listen, I did acting. Um, I, I went to acting school um, in New York, believe it or not. Uh, it was right after the Blackwater thing. I was like, well, I'll go be an actor, I guess. I was avoiding the seal thing. And I went to New York. I was living in Rawway, New Jersey, commuting two hours via train in the snow. Subway, it was miserable. I'm from Texas. Touchpoint, touchpoint. And, and, and um, I, got, I, was, I was an aggressive guy, you know. And um, my, um, uh, I had to do a, 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 some kind of activity in front of the whole class while I did the script. And I, I didn't know how to juggle potatoes, but I didn't know what else to do. So I was like, like trying to juggle these potatoes and they fell down. And I made it like, I was like, oh, look, mashed potatoes. I was trying to be funny. And he didn't like that. And he called me out. And then um, I told him to step outside in front of the whole class. And, and that was pretty much over. That, 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 that thing was over. Because he couldn't believe I said that. My uncle was a fire chief in Rawway, New Jersey, 50 years. Dang. Not many people know where Rawway, New Jersey is. There's a prison there. But that's not why I was there this time. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. That was so funny. How did you get the, your TBI? Um, uh, well, I, I got my TBI um, on a dive accident, believe it or not. As crazy as that is. It can happen, believe it or not. I can't go into too much on that. But, but I, I definitely had a, <laughs> a traumatic brain injury that almost killed me. I was in an emergency room at Tripler Army Medical. They call it Crippler Army Medical in Hawaii um, for three days, dying in and out of consciousness. And then I went to James Haley Veterans Hospital to their traumatic poly, polytraumatic ward for three months. I was in the medic in the ninth 80s. Right on. Much respect. Can you explain touch points? Sorry about that. Yes. Touch point, my friend. You gotta you in life you have a touch point. And and you gotta have a touch point in life. And in and, and, and in the SEALs it was right here. Like you gotta go automatically, systematically to your touch point. I hope I do this justice, because sometimes I, I don't even know. But you gotta go to your touch point. And that's like my fingers go to my touch point. My fingers are going to my side piece, my nine oh two one oh piece, right? And in every time they go there. They're perfectly synced, and they go there even at night or anything, no matter what. If I'm shot, anything, I, my touch point like this. Because if I can find my touch point, and if you can find your touch point in life with enough repetition and discipline, then when something bad happens, you're not fumbling around in life. Uh, so what does that mean on the outside when I no longer can have weapons uh, anymore? 
which I had a lot of beautiful weapons. Now they're gone. But what does that mean for you maybe? Uh, what does that mean for me? Is, hey, if it's not a kinetic war, it's a spiritual war. And, it, and if it's not a physical touch point, it's got to be a spiritual touch point. And that touch point for me is a relationship with Jesus. But that relationship with Jesus includes me every morning um, meditating on him. Not church, not, and not that I'm against church, but I'm talking about meditating with a warrior spirit, a mighty warrior spirit on God and what he wants me to do and listening to him and reading the word of God. Not, not too much. Like it's meant to chew on. Meditate is, meditating is like chewing on something. Chewing and, and mulling over something. And so that's what I do. And, and I try to listen to my spirit. And uh, thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. Netflix should do a movie chapter on your story. I think I should just buy Netflix. I don't know how we would do that. Maybe all of us buy it together and we just split it like... One thousandth of a tenth of a, a sixth of a quart of, of milk. You guys are awesome. Growing up in Oakland, right on. So yeah, awesome man. What did you do for uh, work before you got arrested? Um, eh, well, uh, it, it generally what uh, what some seals. The only thing you can really do and make a lot of money, and that's um, other work. You know, overseas. Merc. I mean, yeah, you said it. I mean, it's true. There's contractors, and I'm not talking about contracting. And then there's other stuff, too. There's other stuff for governments, too. And, and, and I mean, what does a doctor do if he... Well, that's not a good example. You get what I'm saying. What does it matter? Subscribe on YouTube. That's right. Stacy's always pulling through. Thank you so much. Stacy's like the, the full-time moderator. She's awesome. Leave the seals and write a book. That's pretty much what happens. I saw, I, I, that's why I don't want to write a book. Um, I am having a book written, but it's not about the seals. I mean, there's a portion of it in there, but it's nothing that you've heard before. It's like some cool stuff. It's a story of redemption. It's a story of redemption. People need to hear the journey to be a seal, but everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt. Uh, about buds and how hard it is and what how bad I am. I was so bad. I, I carried the class on my shoulders. No, you didn't. You were crying. You were booing like a baby. Um, best, and thank you for following me if you're just joining. I really appreciate you. Looks like we have a lot of people going through. Um, what was your class? 282. I started with 282 and I ended with 283 two years later. And that's normal. Let us know when the book is ready. We can review. Yeah, I would love that. Um, I would. I really avoided the whole book thing because I, I really just thought it was, um, I mean, what else could be said? Um, what else could be said? I mean, everything's be said. I mean, I saw one SEAL book that said, uh, train your dog to be a Navy SEAL. Your dog can be a Navy SEAL now. And I'm just going, man, I can't take this no more. Um now, I'll exploit the hell out of my ankle bracelet. Um, what else? Have you ever witnessed stolen valor? As a SEAL, I used to witness it more than anything. And my wife, my ex-spouse, would, would get mad at me for not doing anything. Uh, and, but I loved, I loved to hear the stories. Like, I literally had a guy say, 
yeah, bro, um, what did he say? He said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm, I'm sitting here on the airplane next to you. Um, but that's, that's what I'm doing right now. He's like, no, what are you doing? My wife's like, he's in uh, the military. And, uh, and it basically got down to me being in the Navy. And this guy says, well, I'm a Navy SEAL, bro. And I said, I said, baby, he's a Navy SEAL. And my wife is looking at me going, please don't, please don't. And I, I went on and on for like two hours on the airplane ride. I was like, dude, so it, it hurt. It was unbelievably hard. I always want to do it, but I just don't have the balls to do it. Uh, tell me about it, please. I've heard all kinds of stuff. I, I've heard some crazy stuff. But some of my friends, if, if you did that in front of them, they'd blast you across the, the bar. Because that's where my friends are right now, are at the bars. Thoughts on the UDT SEAL Association. I don't know much that. I don't follow that stuff. I don't look into it. Um, maybe you could tell me about it. Um, maybe it's cool. Maybe it's a good thing. It sounds like a, a legitimate thing. Tradition is everything. That's keeping it, keeping it like this is important. If you weren't charged, how rich would you be? Um, the same that I am right now. Well, no, no, I spent, I've spent at least 50,000, more than 50,000 on, on lawyer. Um, uh, and my, uh, ex-wife took, um, uh, the majority of it, the majority of it. She had the old power of attorney. Be very careful out there. Be very careful. You know, when you're doing those little power attorneys, you know, that can backfire on you pretty bad. But hey, you know, I forgive everything and I don't really care anymore. I don't have any attachment to that stuff anymore. But I lost a lot. And some people probably say, well, you stole a lot. Well, um, that that's not necessarily true, but I can't get into it. I can't get into the, the whole deal. Thank you. Jimmy, do you inspire me? Thank you very much. How heavily monitored are your external comms? Well, they took my phone. They took my computer. I had to give them the code to get into my phone, which was which was four 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 four. I mean, I didn't think that was like. I was like, "You want my what? My my code to my phone?" Four 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 four. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Um, um, I think you know. I think they've monitored me long enough. Um. But, you know, uh, the, the FBI can do anything they want, I guess. What do you personally believe SEAL training gives you um, compared to other types of training? Well, SEAL training is highly, highly complex, um, uh, thought out, and, um, and continuous, okay? I mean, real Navy SEALs, man, are, are, they're not like sitting on a screen on house arrest right now. They're jumping and dying and getting injured. And shooting it up, you know what I'm saying? Um, because the SEALs is not like um, the Marine Corps, where once a Marine, always a Marine. And the SEALs, it's earn your trident every day. Like, you got to earn it every day, you know. Um, our sleeve tats, a rite, of, a rite of passage for SEALs, not necessarily, um, but, but they're very commonplace. I had a new, I had a new guy approached me in a bar in California, in San Diego. I mean, I mean, 
you know, if I, if you look like I look like in that area at that bar, you just don't do this stuff. And I had a um, I had a girl come up to me and say, "You're not a seal." And I was I was hitting on the bartender, and she said, and she knew me. I was a regular all the time back in the day. And uh, she said something to her friend about me being a seal. I didn't say anything, and this girl was like, "You're not a seal." She's like, I'm going to get my boyfriend. You talk about getting your boyfriend hemmed up. And I say, okay, go get your boyfriend. And um, and I, I was real chill, you know. I had two double gin and tonics, like double fisting. And um, uh, you could tell he was looking at me, but she was egging him on so much. And I really felt bad for him. And uh, because he was looking at me, but she was like, she had totally control over, control over this guy. And he comes over, and you can just tell a new guy. You can just tell him. We call them one-pump chumps and stuff. And, and I'm not trying to be cool. I, you can just tell. Um, and it was like 2015 at the time. And he came over. And so there's no way you've done anything in 2015 if you're a new guy. Um, and so uh, he came over, and he said, you know, my girl said that you, you said you're a seal, and, and I don't think you are a seal. And I said, I said, brother, I didn't say that. And see that I just let him in. I, I you know, I let him into it. And he's like, well, I, that's why. That's why I, I knew you weren't a seal. You know, uh, it, you know this crazy stuff. And and finally, I was like, man, are you done, bro? Are you are you done? Um, and I said, what what team are you on, man? He said, I'm with one. I said, man, um, you're just a one pump chump. And I'm not trying to be hard, but it, but it's just a crazy story. And but when I said that, he knew that. Um, I knew what I was talking about because if you call him a one-pump chump, that's a really, really a derogatory thing for a new guy, but they don't say nothing back. Anyways, it got nasty, um, but um, there, there's a way to deal with those things, you know, in the teams. It's bad, you know, if something like that happens because, you know, you're just one phone call away. You're like, bro, can you take care of this situation? Yes, I let him into it. I'm sorry. Could you tell us about your bro, Hugh? Uh, my My... My best friend in the SEAL teams was Brett Merrihue. And uh, um, when I think about him, his sacrifice, and how hardcore he was, uh, it, to me, it, he's the um, epitome of a, of a SEAL and, and the ultimate, the ultimate Navy SEAL. That, that's just mind-blowing and funny. Way funnier than me. Really, really funny. And uh, just a, a supernatural uh, guy. Uh, and when he was on life support, uh, he believed uh, training, training, you, you know, his whole life, training to the to the max. And we were together in the Marines. And uh, I was actually his uh, scout, uh, um, combat water scout swimmer instructor. And I mean, I bashed him in and hazed him back in the back in the first Marines, Mardiv. It was acceptable. Um, and uh, uh, so when I got when I checked in as a new guy, he was there, and I was like, "I'm dead. It's over for me. It's absolutely over." I could not believe it was him, but he was uh, very forgiving and nice, and and that even made it more scary for me. But it was so funny. I'm not. No, I'm not a seal anymore. No, no, I got out a couple years back. 
Uh, would I ever go on Jocko's podcast? Absolutely. I, I tell people I'm going to go on a big uh, podcast real soon um, with uh, Gel Gel How Strong. They got a, a pretty big YouTube there and stuff because uh, I really believe in their workouts. And I was going to go on their uh, YouTube and and just talk about whatever because I don't I don't want the the questions beforehand. I don't want to study anything. I like to do improv. And uh, so I'll go on anybody's show. And somebody asks, uh, when you get up at 4 in the morning and train like Jocko, hey, check it out. Um, now, I'm not trying to one-up Jocko. I, I used to get up in the teams at 3, 3 a.m. And, and pick up the new guys. And trust me, I did not want to. But just to lead by example and just crush them. And crush myself in the process because you lead by example in the seals. You don't just crush people. Go, go, go over here. No, no. You're doing it with them until they start beating me because they're younger. And then I stop. Can you tell us about the shark swim? Sean Ryan and Andy Stump are former seals and have excellent podcasts. That's what I heard. I've never seen their podcasts. Uh, and I, I just heard about him about a year ago. Of course, Jocko. I, I know Jocko. Uh, I, I was I, I served in the teams when Jocko was still in. Um, I believe he was an officer. And we were both on West Coast, but not on the same teams. What's your pick for camo? All black, digital, or OG? Uh, 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 olive green. Look, uh, you never go all black because black shines at night. And you, you just shine like a lighthouse. And you don't want to be a lighthouse doing a, a surreptitious clandestine mission, you know what I'm saying, with Richard Marcinko and Jesse Ventura looking for aliens. So, yeah, you don't do all black. Um, you put on, you know, black in certain areas and then OD green in certain areas. But I like OD green. Some, you see, sometimes I would just uh, do stupid stuff and, and paint my whole face OD green. <laughs> Does TikTok take a cut of the money? I'd rather just Venmo you. Thanks so much for protecting us. Hey, I'll tell you what. There's there's a couple things, options. Um, we should have a link up right now where you can... Um, all It's 100% donations go to Operation Restored Warrior uh, through this special link. But make sure it's the Operation Restored Warrior link because the other link to donate to me on tellmystory.io is to go to my lawyer's fees and Lucky Charms. Full disclosure. So if you're not, so just know that if you donate money, um, there's no line here. Uh, it's tellmystory.io. If you want to pick up a shirt too, they're at cost pretty much. Uh, dumb question: If a sweet guy went to the teams and gets got pinned, I mean, I think I know where you're going with this. Um, if a sweet guy go, goes to um, Went to the teams and got pinned. Can you wear both devices? No. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, but, but it would be looked down upon. I mean, the Trident is the largest um, uh, emblem in the entire military. Over any officer emblem, over anything. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. It's big. Marsock made one. Uh, and I think it's a tad bit bigger than the SEAL one just for... Just to get one in on us, I thought that was funny, but um, but uh, it, it's not the trident enough. I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff though. I still want to buy a painting. 
hey, will you DM me? Because I am selling these paintings. And that, you can get some, you might as well buy my painting. That'd be nice. Uh, if anybody wants to buy my paintings, I'm, I'm always down. Luis, what's up? I am from uh, Brazil. Thank you so much. Where's everybody from? Thank you so much. So if you're on a mission, say uh, say in the city, what kind of camo you wear? I've always wondered this. Well, well gen generally, um, uh, uh, cities are surrounded by rural areas, and rural areas, um, you're, you're going in OD uh, green and black and some brown. Uh, it's pretty much the same exact camo. It's not like you put on white and black stripe cami paint. Um, you know, it's just not the movies, you know. Uh, it's all the same. And cami paint generally is just for reconnaissance, uh, reconnaissance ops because uh, it, it, it melts off your face so fast. It's so hard to keep cami paint on when when you're doing operations. And so it's not like you're, 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 you're like, hey, let's re-cami up. Nobody wants to re-cami up. People look at you like you're crazy. Kentucky. Delta Force training harder than SEAL training. Um, well, no. Uh, SEAL training is, is hands down the hardest in the world. Absolutely. And, and I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to lie to you and say it's arguably the hardest. You just don't uh, see any SEALs go over there. They, but guys do come over to the SEALs. And the thing, the thing is, it's the water. Uh, CAG, uh, CAG is, is extremely hard. Uh, but, uh, the SEAL, SEALs is, they call it the finishing school. It's like two years long of hell. And, um, that's a long time. That's a long selection. It's not just buds. Buds, you just get a little bitty piece of paper. They spit on you and you go across the street and get hammered. So, yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. Hey, man, I'm on house arrest, too. What's up, brother? Fellow house arrest buddy. Uh, South Delta Force is gone, correct? Uh, it's it's called CAG now. Counter assault group. Did you use 556 or 308 for missions? I'll try to stay away from that 308. Uh, oh, you're talking about, that's, that's for Sniper. Uh, we, we transitioned to 300 wind mags because they're like laser beams. You don't have to call this wind. But uh, 308 is absolutely preferred in Afghanistan over 556. But 556 is preferred over 300 blackout, you know? Water will break a man. You know, they don't have to yell at you in SEAL training. Um, they don't have to yell at you. They don't have to um, curse at you uh, to make you quit. And if they want to make you quit, uh, if they don't like you, you're done. It's a popularity contest, too. You, you don't just like... It's not about just not quitting. There's many, many factors that go into to being a SEAL. Many factors. Your class can vote you out. It's a democracy. You have to list the top five and the, bo and the bottom five guys. And if you're being listed as the bottom five guys, you're out. You're, you're done. You know. And it's not just about surviving everything. You have to perform. And it's not just about performing. Um, like a fast guy will get a much better time than you. 
But if he doesn't improve on his time, that means he's slacking off, and that means he's not going to be a good team guy, and that means he's out. Drownproofing uh, sucks, but you learn to not care about any of that. Is it true in training they make you drown? Uh, they don't make you drown, but you but it, drowning is a is a possibility, or blacking out is is a high. I mean, everybody blacks out, but um, uh, drowning happens. Luckily, guys get revived, but um, every once in a while, a, a, a trainee candidate won't. McAfee was nuts. My wife's best friend's parents bought this place in Belize, panic room included. Bought his place in Belize. He had a panic room? That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Nerve damage from water. Yeah, it's kind of true. I'm telling you, man. Seals hate water. Make no mistake about it. Um, I mean, think about it. If you were a cardiovascular doctor and you did surgeries from 4 a.m. in the morning till late at night every single day and then on your vacation... Uh, they called you in to do heart surgery. Uh, you'd be like, no. You know what I mean? Love you too. Thank you so much for that. Thanks. Thank you for coming. Bye. May we learn more about McAfee. You got to ask me a question about McAfee. Because I got a lot of stuff on that. Quick touch point. Touch point. Damn neck right now. Don't be jealous. This guy, Joe, says, damn neck right now. Don't be jealous. I'm jealous of your uh, profile pic. It's crazy. Look like my dog and E.T. combined. Did you ever go through cold weather training in Kodiak, Alaska? Absolutely. We, we all have to go through that. At least the last 10 years or 15 years. Kodiak was cool, though. Uh, miserable, but cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty fun, actually. How do you feel when you first heard Jesus speak to you? Uh, um, yeah, it was it was epic, you know. Uh, it was epic uh, because I I didn't think I could be spoken to. I, I thought that I lost my salvation. Have I done any ops in the snow? I can't say that. And that's not a joke, like. I would have to kill you if I... No, no, I just really... You just can't... You can't even uh, um, do the old diversion thing, you know? I, I can't ask certain, like, specific questions about these kind of things. Uh, he used to... What? Yes, sir? Do you believe McAfee is still alive? In, in a way, I do, yeah. Fill the ASVAB twice. I'm too dumb for the military. Bruce, you've come to the right place. Because you're not... You're, you're looking at the king... Of ASVAB taking. I've taken, man. Um, I've taken the ASVAB multiple times, brother. And you are not alone, man. Let me tell you. SEALs, you should, you should hear their stories. I mean, every SEAL that, that I know has a tremendous trial to go through to be a SEAL. It's just part of it. Taking that ASVAB over and over is part of it. Go take it again. Go get you a study. I, I got math for dummies. I, I dropped out when I was 13 years old. Um, I had to teach myself math and all that. And I would just take those practice tests, fail, like it was all red ink. 
go back and study it for a week, fail it again, go take the real ASVAB, fail it, or not fail it, but, but not get the score uh, that you had to get a 50 to get in the, the SEALs. One time I got a 48, you get one point waverable, you need a 50, I got a 49, I begged, I begged them to let me in. Go take it again, like Stacy says. Yes, take it again. I don't care if you got to take it a thousand times. You take it until they just shut the doors and lock it with 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 chains, and then, and then, and then, you walk away, but then you turn around and you go head first in that door as hard as you can until you're in the hospital. And then when you get out of the hospital, you go do it again, and that's what's going to take. You instructed CWST in the Army. It's amazing how many service members can't swim. It really is. It's amazing what service members will do to cheat on that stuff, too. They'll jump off that tower into the deep end, and you got to float with this, like, uh, your rucksack, and, like, a basketball will fly out because the pressure. And you're like, come on, man. No, I don't know, Sean Ryan. In fact, I, I, I saw a, a little snippet of a podcast somebody sent me, and I don't watch podcasts or anything. But uh, I never even seen him. I saw his face, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't recognize him or nothing. Uh, reverse matrix. That's right. Touch point. Reverse. Where? Be cool. Stay cool. Remember. Do you think seals has changed your outlook on life? I'm getting a lot of seal questions tonight. Usually, don't go into this stuff too much. Do you think seals have changed your outlook on life, and how do you apply the things you've learned? Um. Yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, you continue to mature, and especially going through the teams, you, you learn you learn some very, very hard lessons and, and lessons that uh, could absolutely get you killed. Um, one, one of the biggest lessons that I, I learned in the teams is, is attention to detail. I, I, thought, I, I had attention to detail in the Marines uh, because they taught, they teach that so much. Like, I mean, just one wrinkle on your rack and you got to go make it again. But uh, in the SEAL teams, uh, attention to detail is uh, if you have a crossed, uh, a twisted strap or you packed your parachute wrong and now you're getting a, a, a super uh, long, uh, drawn-out opening and line twist and stuff, it's terrifying. And you have to bicycle kick your way out of there until you have to decide whether to cut away or not. And, uh, and, then, it, and then you go into jumps at night and then you're on night vision, and then you're doing oxygen, and all you, you know, and then it's super complex dives. You got to remember 15 different legs and stuff, and it, it's it's difficult. And so, um, it, it definitely matures matures you in your mind and your and physically, um, but it also teaches you how to how what not to do too in life. That life's not just a big party, and that. Um, that uh, that same title that you know you're so depending on uh, can kill you really fast. What is the worst thing you are going to do? Oh, sorry, not worst thing I'm going to do when I'm on house arrest. Uh, I think the FBI told me I need to plant tomatoes next. What is the first thing? I'm serious. What what is the first thing you are going to do when you're off house arrest? I don't think about that really. It, I don't think about that. I don't know what I would do. You know. 
I visited my mom long enough. Dang, I came here for two days. I, I was going to come here just for a little bitty. Hey, next time you go to your mom's, be careful. You, know, you think you're going to go and visit her for three days, two days? A little 96-hour trip? Turns into a year of house arrest. How is the classroom math and chemistry, physics, and buds? Hey, once you're in the pipeline, once you're in buds, it's, it's not so bad. They don't really have... You can fail for that. You can get dropped for that. But they, they know how beat down you are and suffering, and so they, they teach it in a way that, I mean, you're going to get it. You know, you're going to get it. Don't worry about that stuff. I worried about that same stuff, those same questions. I worried about sharks. I worried about, you know, all kinds of stuff. I remember watching Shark Week, and I was like, man, can I ask why you're on house arrest? Uh, I got a lot of videos about that. Thank you so much. How's Mama Peacock? She's doing great. She was kind of mad because she said it looked like I was holding her hostage in the video. And I said, well, don't act like I'm holding you hostage in the video next time. Oh, my gosh. If you really knew her, she could kick my butt everywhere. She's a dangerous woman. Who's the least and most favorite seal? You know, back in the day, I might hound, hound around and yell and stuff, but how do I know, you know? How do I know anyone truly what their heart is? And I've been misjudged and miscalculated and accused and, and all kind of things, and, and some, some of it was right and some of it was way opposite and wrong. And, man, I tell you, I always, I always regret talking bad about somebody. And, uh, I, you know, I made some comments about O'Neill, and I hope that he's not going down that road of I killed Bin Laden all by myself anymore. Uh, I just know it was so epically big in the team, so we all really despise that. But because it's a team, it's just a team, and uh, so I don't have a least in, in a. Um, I really honestly can't tell you a least uh, a favorite um, a favorite in a in a least. Well, yeah, my my buddy Brett Merrihew, I'll say was is my favorite uh, that died. Uh, hands down, nobody beats him. Nobody. And then my and then my buddy G Payne. Hey, the, the, the favorite seals out there, the baddest seals, um, you know, you, you, you've never heard of their names. You've never, you've never seen them and you've never heard of their names. O'Neill is still on his 10-year media tour. That doesn't make me feel so bad now about TikTok. Every time I think of O'Neill, I don't, I don't feel bad about TikTok so much. Or saying that seals hate water so much. Because it's true. Hey, my, the real seals, they call me, they're like, bro, that was so funny. And then I have a couple guys that are like, hey, you, you're misrepresenting us. And it's like, stop, bro, stop. You know it's true, stop. You, don't, you, can't, you can't go to sleep at night saying that. You, you just can't. You can't tell me you love the water. So you may have to sign up, brother. Sign off, brother, thank you. Hey, I'm just going on and on, so uh, I get it, because I know people are rolling in and stuff, and I just like to... Uh, kill time and talk because I love doing this actually. Do you do BJJ? No, I don't. Did you ever try out for? I can't answer those questions. Uh, why do so many seals know uh, now in the last decade talk so much? Ever used to be hush. I know it's really bad. It's really bad because it got out of control and they didn't check it. You know, Jimmy, what's up? Where did you think um, you would be if you hadn't joined the military? I'd probably be probably be dead, you know, 
the mil- I, I, you know, as a young man, you have to burn off some time. And if you don't have, um, if you don't have uh, a solid goal like college or something, then you ha- you desperately need uh, to kill some some time off in your twenties when all that testosterone is going all crazy, uh, and you definitely need a place to go and and um, and burn off some time. Do they ever bring retired seals back? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If t- times get bad, there's not that many seals, you know. It's not many. Not not compared to what, what there needs to be if, if times get real bad. Yeah, Jesus was a sailor, and he obviously was a seal. He was the first seal of Jesus because he was walking on water. He knew way better than to dive under that nasty black abyss. A dang nightmare. What else? Do you believe that the military puts members in dangerous situations that could be avoided? Uh, you know, uh, the, you know, I can only speak for the, the SEAL teams, and, and it's just a dangerous job. And, 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 if, and if you think you're going to go to the SEAL teams and not get injured or die, uh, you're wrong because you're going to get injured for sure. You're going to get hurt, and uh, it's just a fact. Uh, you know, it's just a fact. Lion's Mane. Extortion 17. What about Extortion 17? What about it? Have you ever read Theodore's... Uh, this is my favorite. My favorite quote uh, is by Theodore Roosevelt, uh, The Man in the Arena. It is... Uh, it's not the critic who counts. Uh, uh, what a great... What a great quote. I've read that many times in my life, like in some pretty down spots and, and try to get some motivation from it, you know? Ranger or SEAL harder? Well, SEALs, I mean, and and that's no hit on Rangers. Rangers are tough and awesome warriors. It's just a whole different mindset and a whole different mission. Do you regret what you did to get locked up? I can't can't answer that question. Sorry. I uh, uh, I regret a large part of my life, but now that it's come to full fruition... And Jesus saved me. I don't regret it because I see how it was so necessary to get me here. You see. Thank you for joining everybody. Thank you for following me. If you're not following me, um, I I I would say that um, I do have some uh, some videos that will make you unexpectedly laugh and maybe cry. And maybe give you hope if you're down and, and need help. Um, and I appreciate it. I say that very humbly. So I thank you. Were you mostly aware? Oh, sorry, I missed that. They go by fast sometimes. Apostle Paul kind of saved. Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say so. Fire. Thank you so much. Chris Andrew, thank you so much. What foreign special ops teams have you worked with? A lot of, lot of SEAL questions in that. A lot of military. Um, I probably can't go into to too much of that. I better stay away from that. 
why don't you listen to podcasts? It's just, you know, I, I have other, you know, I have other things going on. Um, and it's not that, uh, it's kind of like, for me, it's kind of like a, maybe war movies. I don't like watching stuff. I don't like participating in it. I don't watch TV anymore. It's just kind of, it's nothing against podcasts at all. Thank you for your service. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I got a lot of videos while I'm on house arrest. It's a valid question because my, my life is labeled a house arrest. So I appreciate your question. And I, I do appreciate you checking out my videos. I, I, I have a couple videos now on, on house arrest. What's your favorite workout program? Hey, out of all the workouts I've done, I started doing that jailhouse routine one, the jailhouse strong. Um, got it from my buddy, and uh, I, I mimic a lot of my workouts around that without plagiarizing anything. But I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, push-ups were plagiarized from the cavemen, I guess. But uh, a lot of different types of uh, um, push-ups, and I, I honestly uh, like mine. The ones I created, and they're for free. They're free. You can uh, get any of my workouts, uh, Mighty Warrior workouts, and I put thought into them, and it's from a lot of experience, and they're very effective. They're quick. They hurt, but they're quick, and you can do them with uh, limited or minimum or no equipment, really. What do you mainly do throughout the day if you if you not, don't watch TV? Um, well, uh, I paint. I do TikTok videos. Touch point, thank you. I touch point my way out of this place. I'm touch point my way out of here, like Alcatraz up in here. I do a lot of stuff. I do outreach, uh, people that desperately need help. Um, and it's not that I'm helping them, it's that I'm um, uh, providing them with my testimony and hope that I receive from Jesus because I told God that, um, I told God that if he saved this wretched, terrible person of a human being that was so down and out in my life that I wanted to die every every time I woke up. I wished it was night when I would wake up in the morning, and I, I wished it was um, um, morning when it was night. And uh, But I told God, if he saved me, if he saved me, which I didn't think was possible, and I'm talking like saved, like a real physical like something happened in my life to change and, and to me to actually open my eyes and to reality um, that I would testify in front of the congregation uh, that I would that I would go all out just like the SEAL teams but with Jesus and with God and with, with the message of hope uh, not the message of hey do you love Jesus? They're like shut up you know slap black eye no it's not about that this is about real, real, no joke, hardcore, reality slapping you in the face. If you need help, reach out to me, and I promise you, you would be amazed at what uh, God can do um, through someone that's willing. And I just hope that when you're changed by Jesus through this, through this lighthouse, that you would do the same thing and don't ever forget that and that you would be able to help others because that's the only purpose in life that I've come to conclusion is that we were created to help others. And uh, so if you have big ambitions, uh, 
to be a SEAL or a billionaire or, or all these things. Think about your real intentions. And when you start focusing more on God, like going, okay, I want to be a doctor. I want to be this. But it's to help people. Now God can work with that. But when it's selfish ambition, you know, um, I, I don't think there's much there to work with. Because I've been there. Our job is to be missionaries to all those around us. That's right. And, um, you know, what does a, a lighthouse do? It, it stands on the fridges of Skid Row in society, on, on the shoals, on the rocks. And uh, it guides lost, sinking ships in the dark of night that literally have no hope. And you may be listening to my voice right now. Uh, generally, we have average of 7,000 to 9,000 people um, uh, patriots and warriors and, and, and children of God, uh, daughters of God, men and mighty warriors of God, uh, tune into this live when I do this. And uh, it's epic um, to see how many people come through. But it's not about that, but it's about um, you could be the only person that this is meant for tonight. And that's how much God loves you to actually coordinate and strategically do what he has done for me just so he could align up this meeting right now. And that, my friend, when you when you think about the strategicness, if that's even a word, but it doesn't matter. If you think about the strategicness like the, of, of us meeting right now and you... And you receiving this love from me. This ain't no Jesus hippie love. That's such a portrayal of weakness and sadness. It's really sad. But if you're receiving this right now, I'll tell you what. It's like a lost ship seeing that lighthouse. You just saw the, the blink. Boom. You just happened to see the, the first blink tonight. Bing. I'll tell you what. If you're seeing this blink and you need help right now, and if you're seeing this lighthouse and you just see that glimmer light one time, you better with all that you have and all that your might and everything you have left in your life right now. Turn that bow. Turn the bow of your ship into that light and keep it there and see what happens. And then when you go through my channel and see these videos, they were not done on my cord. If they're if they're crazy and funny about the twerkometer, you know, with the hair blower, that, that's from me. That's me just trying to keep it fun. But I'll tell you what. There's a deep message that is, is in these videos for you that offers hope. And I'll tell you, when you need hope, uh, you do anything. People will do anything for hope. Thank you for saying that. You ever fast long enough to have a real clarity of mind? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did the old, you know, I, I did some extreme fast, you know, extreme ones. Uh, and uh, I think they're absolutely necessary at times. Purple work at Jimmy. Nakamoto. <laughs> I was with Kilo 3-5 back in 9-9 and was aboard the USS Peleliu with SEALs. Were you on the Peleliu? I was on the Peleliu uh, in 2000, uh, 2000, 
and 2000, Tarawa in 2000, and Peleliu in 2001. And uh, I was with uh, 3-1, Thundering Third, First Marines, and First Marine, First Mar uh, Mardiv uh, on the USS Tarawa and the USS Peleliu. So it looks like we missed each other, uh, but I was a Marine at the time. What did McAfee mean when he lets people, uh, when he said he lets people build their own cages? Um, well, uh, um, McAfee uh, was the only person I've ever heard of or seen that could um, uh, allow the enemy to come into his house, take from him, steal from him. Because he was a very wealthy man. And so you have to understand people, they're like... Uh, they're like, uh, you know, like buzzards and vultures when it comes to money. And they lose their entire sense of their their mind. And their actions, they believe, um, are either justified somehow, or they believe that John Mac they believe that John McAfee would not ever see them do it. But I had a very similar mind as McAfee, not the genius part. But sometimes people would call me like, like a son, like a little McAfee. But because um, we did think um, alike, but but not like a genius like him. But he, um, but he would just let you do it. But he was such a good actor at being like acting like he he never saw. It. But I saw it, and I was like, these people are stupid to steal from him. That's a scary man, very scary man. I can't get into details, but very scary man. And um, you didn't steal from him. You steal from you much more than you steal from him. And um, how did I get off cocaine and alcohol? Well, um, uh, you know, I, I, I would, I. I just enforced a serious discipline in my body. And a lot of it had to do with my workout routines. I, I So I was able to pick it up and, and get off of it. Pick it up, which is just as bad. Um, and, um, and I would have gone back to that lifestyle had it not been for the FBI getting me. But it wasn't the FBI that stopped me from doing that. They would stop me, stop me temporarily. But there's so much drugs in prison. I mean... You know, it's there's more drugs in prison than there are in the streets. So, but but I went to prison, and then when I got on house arrest, um, uh, uh, if I was released um, or whatever would happen, I would have exiled myself and um, not sought out drugs and, and alcohol, but but it just would have been part of my life. And and uh, but Jesus uh, came in and restored my heart and my life and uh, uh, to the point of uh, being ashamed of that stuff because I saw the damage that it done to to family, friends, ex, ex-spouse. I mean, you're looking at a guy that did not care about anything. I could care less. I, 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 was, I lived on the edge of, of death all the time. And my actions were extremely aggressive 
uh, controlled, but, um, I mean, God forbid, you know, we, we meet each other in a, in a, and, and you, and you slightly offend me or more so a buddy at the time. And I'll tell you, that's a great way to get stabbed and killed. Uh, and it almost happened, you know, and, uh, I'm just very fortunate and especially the crew that I was hanging out with, um, you know, things are not solved, resolved by a uh, fist. Uh, things are not resolved by um, fist uh, punching. That's, you know, um, things are resolved by extremely violent uh, methods. And uh, so to be uh, saved from that, uh, I literally have a new light in my eyes. Um, just recently, I looked in the mirror and I go, man, I have some beautiful eyes. And I'm saying that really humbly because I'm going somewhere with that. The problem is, and, and I guarantee you, there's something about you that's beautiful, but you've never noticed it until God um, opens your eyes. And I always had my eyes. And and I remember my grandma saying it was I was little, but but I've reminded of so much things now. And it's not about my, but it's I I I was I'm careful when I say that because it sounds so ridiculous, but but what I'm trying to tell you is there's something about you that you have forgot that is so beautiful, because your eyes have not been open to that beauty, and when you see it, um, uh, when when Jesus reveals it to you, because he will, because he's no respecter of person. And if he and, and the reason why he saved me is for me to tell you if he saved me, you can be saved. I have people say, You don't understand what I've done. Jimmy, you don't understand what I've done. And I say, listen to me. I say, don't ever make the mistake of telling me that again. Cause you have no idea. You have no idea what Jesus can save you from because you're speaking to him right now. You know? And that's the truth. I'm sorry for your loss. That's right. I've heard somebody say, uh, you know, I get some bad comments every once in a while, you know. Somebody said the other day, they said, uh, Man, you've just made a lot of bad choices. And I said, um, I said, you are extremely observant. Next question, touch point. Well, thank you, Stacy. I agree. Amen. Practical preacher. My dad said religion was the worst thing that ever happened to Christianity. Let me get a painting uh, off of you for 200 deal or no deal. No deal. Because the paint itself, after I'm done with these bad boys and stuff, the that, you know, and then shipping and stuff, it's just, man, I'm sorry. I, you know what? If I if I had a bunch, and I've given paintings away. Um and uh, but if I if I had them to give away, I would give you one. It's not that. Are you going to prison? I don't know. 
Do you actually hear God's voice? No. No, it's not in your head. It's in your heart. But but when you hear it, um, you know. It's not like, and it's, and it's so much uh, more amazing than a, a, a real voice. Because our real voices are just fake compared to his voice. And so, and by the way, if he, if he did talk to you in a real voice, you would probably die like this, like that quick, because it would be terrifying. Um, and so, um, his voice is, is the most purest voice in truth. When, because it's all-knowing. It's like your, your entire body, your mind, and your, your spirit know at once exactly what to do or what he said to you. And you, my friend, and so many people out there have heard this voice. You have actually heard God's voice, and you don't even know it. That's why Jesus was so specific in, in saying, uh, uh, he, he said, what is it that you want to a blind man, knowing that he was completely blind? The blind guy's like this, and Jesus goes, what is it that you, you would have me do? And he said, I want to see. I want to see. And that's all you have to do. No more long, drawn-out prayers. Jesus, you know, Jesus, I need you now to intervene in my life or I'm going to die. It's over. So here I am. Come and take it. Like they took my truck with that tow truck when I put my when I put the come and take it sticker on it. I'll never forget. I laughed so loud. Sometimes you gotta laugh, you know. And I looked and this big tow truck was taking my truck off because I had to sell it, you know, for all these bills and stuff. And uh it had come and take it bumper sticker with a cannon on it, and they're taking it. And it was like God was telling me, Well, you said come and take it, and I was like Hey, that's what I get for that one. It was so funny to me. You know, so funny to me. But it was really sad, too, at the same time. But I'll tell you, you put your, you, you put your, your, your worth and your value in someone else or, 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 um, or uh, uh, things in this life, and you're setting yourself up for disaster. Because only the Father can give you validation, not your earthly dad. Very rarely does an earthly dad give validation to a kid that he needs or she needs. Masculinity bestows masculinity. Hey, Jimmy, where did you find the Lord? I feel so indebted to, to Operation Restore Warrior that I put their nonprofit link on my site, tellmystory.io. And uh, 100% of the proceeds go directly to Operation Restored Warrior. That's where I went. And I have never seen a more effective and incredible place. I said, man, if I'm a millionaire one day, they said, I thought you were, Jimmy. I said, no, not anymore. If I was, I'd be blasting this place with money because it was life-changing. It's a nonprofit. It's for free for when you go. And when you feel the love and compassion, I didn't know. You're not supposed to tell anybody this, but they had been praying for me. It's just first name basis because they don't want to know your last name because your last name is attached to that filth that everybody's been spewing out all your life. 
you know, your full name, your, your last name, you can Google. And, and if you've done anything bad, people have attached your past to you. So they just take your very first name, just Jimmy. That's all they had. And they had been praying for me for a couple of weeks before I got there. And I had no idea. And what had to happen to get me to that place? 15 FBI agents had to arrest me to get me to Operation Restored Warrior. That's the truth. That is no joke. That is basically it. And sometimes, God, Jesus will arrest you in some way. Maybe not federal Texas state, uh, federal uh, penitentiary like I was in. Uh, but that's what it took. I was an animal. I had gone loose. I had I, I was a lion, uh, and I was loose in the zoo, and I was and I was eating everybody's uh, concession stand food. You know, if a lion came up and just ripped your hot dog out of your hand and your funnel cake out of your wife's hand, then then yeah, you you gotta you know put him back in the cage until he until he behaves. You are such a wanted man, huh? I'm afraid so, my friend. I, I was I was on the run for a couple of years. A couple of years. I was on my own program. And I'll tell you what, though. It is running like I was for myself, from God, from everybody. And living abroad like I was with uh, impending doom always, always following you. It's hell. There's no, there's no um, reprieve of peace. So you resort to women, in my case, and drugs, and and a very, very um, crazy lifestyle. And that's the truth. And and we're not going to see change. We're not going to see change in in America. We're not going to see change anywhere until. Until um, uh, the reason why we're not seeing change in big epicness and people talking like I am is because all the all the preachers are the same. And I'm not saying I, there's some phenomenal preachers out there that have done way more than I can ever imagine. And, but what I'm saying is like there there's so very few uh, real dudes and women out there that are willing to get out in front of everybody and be vulnerable and expose themselves and be like, hey, look, this is the truth. I baptized myself in a Medellin hot tub after a three-day Coke binge. And I'm telling you that because that's how lost I was. If that ain't lost, I don't know what is. I hung myself, fractured my neck, uh, a real hairline fracture in my neck on the CT scan afterwards. I didn't care about nothing. And that's the truth. You were part of uh, VR, uh, VAR, um, yeah, Vets for Rescue for, yeah, with Salman. Yeah, Salman's a good friend of mine. I love Salman. We've done a documentary together on uh, anti-sex trafficking. Uh, there's Contraland. Um, there's um, done a documentary with him. Done two, a uh, couple of documentaries, not with one with him though on anti-sex trafficking when we were um, 
rounding up bad guys together. He's a great guy. Solomon's legit. Doesn't get enough credit for what he does. He's been pounding the streets and, and the, the desert, Mojave Desert, for years um, fighting sex trafficking. Hey, thanks for saying that. You're a good dude, too. If you're a dude, you're a good dude. All, any advice or response would be greatly appreciated. Tyler Moore, 28 or 288, what did you say? All I got is all any, uh, all any advice or response would be greatly appreciated. Let me know what you're saying. Uh, what do I think about the Spartans, June? Miss June? Um, uh, I love the Spartans. They had a serious motto. Uh, is Jocko legit? As far as I know, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about him. You know, we're, we're to each his own, you know. Um, hey, if you did your time in the seals, what's up? Hey, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I like the Spartans. What about you, June? What do you think about the Spartans? That's the question. That's right, Mama Bear. The honesty in shows other anyone can find the light. That's right. Uh, Big Mac, uh, it's okay now, though. Yeah, my neck is all right. Um, I didn't know it was fractured. But they said, you know, your neck is fractured. I said, yeah, maybe, possibly. I mean, it, it could have been done for, it could have been done on a bad jump I had uh, or, you know, Doing the crazy stuff in, in the in the teams and stuff, but I think it was from that. The the hanging. Did multiple deployments help you develop um conversation skills or storytelling abilities? You know, man, I got I got the um I got first grade. Uh, I got first place. The only good thing I ever did in school, I, I later got a university degree and, and it had a three point nine, but that's because I was like determined. To, to go crazy buck ham on this because I'm so tired of failing in school. Well, when I was little, I got uh, first place in storytelling as a little bitty kid. And I can remember telling stories. I, I had a, a, a snapping turtle bite my thigh. I should have took the warning. He was actually telling me, hey, your, your penis is going to get caught in a belt center one day, bro. And you, you need to chill out on your stuff. Don't, don't be trying to put a, a leash on my neck. I was trying to put a leash on a turtle's neck. Come on, I was tiny. You know, and um, and man, you try to put a leash on a snapping turtle's neck, and you're and you're squatting down like I squat, cause I'm double jointed, like Michael Phelps in my ankles. I'm telling you right now, son, you're gonna get snapped in half. Red snapper time on your little thigh, and these are gonna be hanging off. And your grandma's gonna be trying to pull him off your thigh. So I don't know where I got. You know, you know the seals is a rough group. And you got to be able to take punches and give them back and, and, and give them back. And so I learned a lot of just, you know, my whole life, you know, <laughs> been working on this skill a long time, brother, long time. That's, that's hopefully that answers that. You will be the death of me. I hope not. I've done enough ice cream dealing. Please don't blame that on me. Don't put this on me. Don't put this on me. I'm telling you, that that it's a red Texas snapping turtle, and um, 
she told me, Jimmy, no, oh, never mind, that was something else. The snapping turtle grabbed me on my thigh and bit down. I'm telling you, it was terrifying. And that was my first uh, for, uh, first call, first close call. <laughs> I scroll by this last, I love it when people come in here, they're like, what the heck would the uh, snapping turtle bit his what off? I scrolled past this live, and I just heard double-jointed in my ankles like Michael Phipps. What's up? Hey, will you follow me and join this Mighty Warrior tribe? I promise you, your life will never, will never, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, man. I just pulled a Mike Tyson. Who cares? Anyways, follow me and, and check out my videos. Thank you. That's right. Michael Phelps. Like, uh, I'm double-jointed like Michael Phelps, but uh, obviously I sink in the pool like a rock. What's up? Because the camera adds, the camera adds like 50 pounds of uh, dense, hard muscle. I want y'all to know that. I don't really look like this. But the camera actually adds like at least 50 to 100 pounds of rock, solid, hard, titanium, uh, alloyed muscle. And that's why that uh, snapping turtle's beak just was dull the rest of his life. Because when he bit down on my four-year-old thigh, uh, his beak just bent in half. Because that's what happens when you bite me. You, your little beak is going to bend. It's called a beak bend. You're funny, bro. Thank you. It's called a beak bend. That's what's up. I'm making my own rules up in house arrest. You know, somebody asked me the other day. They said, uh, they said you're making up your own rules now. I thought God God made the rules, Jimmy. I said, man, you put your... you you. Do you make the rules for your kids to go to bed or do you just wait for God to put your kids to bed? You better make some rules in your life. Well, them rules are going to make you and that snapping turtle is going to bite you right where the, where, um, you know where. You know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. Come on. Yeah, I speak from the heart. It's got me in trouble before. I should tell the Disney story again. Yeah, I chewed all the time. Smoked to the Marines. Chewed wintergreen tobacco on the seals. Give me that grizzy izzy. Call it the grizzy izzy. Bad for you, man. Chew your chew your lip off, you know, because you're always going through some kind of stressful thing and you're acting like it's not stressful. You're all laughing and stuff, but you're sweating. You know, you're like laughing in a terrible way. Um... The Disney World, nobody wants to hear about how I beat up a Disney World character. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Nobody wants to hear about the fox that took my hat. And while I was eating Mickey Mouse pancakes and I had to go smoke him. You know what I mean? Like smoke crayons. Because he took my hat. He assaulted me. And that's just the truth. I sell my paintings for 1,000 billion million. Um, it's what uh, I'm charging the same as that Navy SEAL O'Neill is getting for his movie one billion dollars one billion dollars that's what's up that's what's up my, my, I'm very, my negotiations are extremely unreasonable very unreasonable you know what I'm saying you don't tell Picasso how to paint son Can you imagine people that jump on here and they're like, dude, did he just say he got his his penis caught in a 
a snapping turtle or a belt sander? I, I don't know. And, and who is Mama Bear and Purple Work? And and did you know the hair blower is actually a twerkometer? A twerkometer. A real twerkometer. That ionizer button on your hair blower is a twerkometer. Somebody asked me why I was on house arrest. I said, look, I'm about to tell you the biggest secret ever. Way bigger than John McAfee, anything. I just found out what the ionizer button is on the hair blower. I call it a hair blower, you call it a hair dryer, whatever. And, and, and what I've come to the conclusion is, is the twerkometer. You turn that thing on, put it on your butt, put it just kind of like not on your butt, but don't be weird, and, and, and hold it maybe like six inches from your butt. And uh, however hot it gets um, is how well you're doing in your twerking season. Um, and that's what me and my three friends uh, unanimously decided the other day after much speculation, uh, Mag Magnanimous Peacock, The Lion's Mane, and Texas Tornado. We all decided that, and myself. Um, what's the picture on the wall? Oh, that's called The Bear Dance. That's one of those pictures my mom put up. And it's just flat out strange. It's a bunch of bears dancing together, and I have to look at that at night. I have to stare at that at night in my whitey tidies. I mean, you know what I mean. And I stare at it often for a long time. And it's actually one of those pictures that will come out at you like 3D. Hold on, let me let me show you something real quick. I'll tell the I'll tell the Disneyland story. Okay? It's not as cool as uh, my buddy who who's in the French Foreign Legion now, that guy Kev, the scumbag. He, 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 I'm just mad at him, jealous, because he used to date all the Disneyland uh, um, princesses. And I'm going, dude, the closest I ever got was um, high knee and um, the fox in the, in the chest, his solar plex, uh, because he stole my hat. And, and my homeboy... My homeboy, we'd be drinking. He said, yo, I got to go, homie. I said, where are you going? It's like one in the morning. He said, oh, I got a date with Snow White, dog. And I'd be like, at one in the morning? He's like, yeah, son. I'd be like, man, this is some BS, man. Snow White, Pocahontas. Okay, I want you to see something. Yes, I'll tell it, okay. Just quit that dipping, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I'm a hypocrite, you know. I, I told my mom, I said, man, if you see any of that nicotine gum, grab, grab me a piece of that, okay? I thought it was over. Sometimes, sometimes we just need something to chew on. Like that, like that old belt sander. Like that red snapping Texas turtle that got a hold of me. He's just trying to chew on something. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to let him. Look, I want you to see this. This is something I painted the other day. Just kidding. I did not paint this. Do you, do you see Jesus? Does, does everybody see the face? Can, can you see Jesus in this picture?
No, no. When you see this, when you see Jesus, you'll know for sure. It, it's not like a maybe. Do you see it? Do you see Jesus? Look, look. There's the eyes and the, the, the beard and the mouth. And, and, and that's me in Afghanistan after a big old firefight with the Mujahideen where I had to frag my way out of that, son. I did it all by myself, of course. My team was over there sleeping and I had to just win the war by myself because that's what happened. But thank God, I mean, obviously, but Jesus was there with me. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm staring at, just come with me right now. Come with me. If, if you don't like me, I'm asking you to double tap on the screen. And if you really don't like me, just follow me. Just follow me. And, and then, uh, um, and then come with me right now because um, imagine that guy you saw in that picture. That's me back in 2006 at Disneyland. Okay? And all I have to do is sit through this Disneyland uh, Mickey Mouse breakfast that cost atrocious amount of money for my niece because she wants the... No, really, Nana wanted it for my niece, which is my adopted daughter. She's sitting there with her Mickey Mouse pancakes. I'm sitting there looking at my Mickey Mouse pancakes, having some kind of PTSD issues with the face. I'm going like this, like, you know, and because I'm, I'm, I'm home for Iraq, right? I just got back from Iraq. I got a backwards hat on because I'm so cool, you know, because that's what I do. I'm like damn Blazarian. That's just who I am. And then so I had this backwards hat. And I'm sitting there at Disneyland breakfast. I have to be careful how I say all this. And uh, <laughs> and uh, everybody gets their food. Everybody, yeah, Anaheim. That's right, Ty. No, not Anaheim. Federal prison, okay? All right? And... Uh, Everybody gets a breakfast. We're sitting around. I'm I, I'm not looking at Snow White or Cinderella. I'm not blowing kisses. I'm not stealing kisses, you know, like I usually do. Um, because my friend's dating all, all of them, and I respect him, you know, and, and his uh, fidelity. And so I get my uh, pancakes. I'm about to eat them, and I, I feel my hat. And all you, all you people that wear a backwards hat, you know, uh, you know, when you feel that hat just get ripped off you, um, bad things happen. And, and as you well know, in some states, that's, that's assault. Uh, in, in my book, that was assault at the time. And so I had to do the only thing that, that um, a reasonable man, God-fearing man such as myself, would do in that situation. Um, and that was to get up against everyone's advice, uh, including my dad telling me, do not do anything. I said, Dad, I said, what 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 am I supposed to do? Um, you know, because back then it was all about respect. You better respect me, and, and and he just big big disrespect, because he didn't just like throw it back, you know. Um, 
he, he went about 50 yards out and he was on this bridge and he had his foot up and he's like, just looking at me going like this, <laughs> twirling my hat around his big old orange finger. You know what I mean? His finger was this big. And I'm like, dude, and I'm looking over there and I'm trying to calm down. I'm doing like box breathing. I'm doing all this, like trying to calm down because I see this big, I don't know what character he is to this day. He's got the long nose, a cone. He had an orange safety cone for his nose. He, he needed it kicked in. And, 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 and there it is. And he's got this big fox head, pretty tall. And I'm like, yo, man. I said, I don't know if I can do this. And my mom goes, do not do anything, please. Please don't do anything because it's Daphne's birthday. Uh, sorry, her, her, her special uh, Snow White, who cares, Disneyland breakfast. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, well, you know, uh, um, I didn't want to be in Iraq for the last year. But but that happened. I didn't want shrapnel on my leg, but that happened. I didn't want my penis caught in Bell Center in, in 10 years from now, if that makes any sense. And uh, so I said, I'm sorry. And so so he's twirling my hat, and I can tell he's laughing at me because that's how foxes laugh at you. That's how they laugh at you. And so I go over there, and I say, yo, man. <clears throat> I say, give me my hat. And, and he just continues to twirl it with his big safety cone fingers. And I'm like, man, this can't be happening right now. Because now, back in the day, I had to have respect. You better respect me, Mr. Fox. Especially in front of all these ladies. Especially in front of Snow White. You know? I mean, seriously. Uh, and so, can't be having that disrespect. And, and so I had no other option but to gently, and I mean gently, nudge him with my knee in, his, in this area. And... Um, uh, in self-defense, because I feared for my life and the safety of my men. Uh, he's a military-aged fox, male. What are you supposed to do? Uh, he let out some F-words. And so I was like, well, you really deserve that because you're not supposed to be using the F-words at Disneyland. Okay? We paid big money for this breakfast, and, and I'm going to go eat my pancakes now. And I figured the the uh, I was going to get arrested. Um, and he was looking at me through the screen of his uh, of his uh, of his mouth. His eyes were in his mouth, looking at me, and he was not happy. He was like, "What the fuck, oh, bro?" What? And I was like, "Bro, you took my hat, bro. Can I have my hat back?" And so I went and sat down with my family, and I said, "What? Hey, you guys have seen the Italian movies? Like, what? What? Hey, start eating. What's going on?" Nobody ever said anything. It was crazy. Anyways, that happened. Self-defense, man. Yep. Is everybody still there? Just, just if everybody left, it's okay. I get it. After that, I, I really do get it. Pocahontas is in that picture too, right? On the river. Hey, Mama Bear. How you know that? Yeah, she's there. You know it. Hello from Anaheim. So you know about this Disneyland. Already laughing. Stacy. Stacy, was that funny? That that was funny, right? 
Just had my first advanced dive in the dark. I was paranoid about getting bumped, like your stories. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You, If you're going to go diving at night, I would say unfollow me. And do not, whatever you do, um, uh, watch my scary seal stories. They're terrifying. The giant squid, the white albino, albino alpha Mr. T looking a real seal animal that came in the water and bit my buddy's face. Ty, I was in the hood. Snow White, what's up? Anaheim. Ever work with... Everybody always says, uh, have I ever worked with David Goggins? And I'm like, no, and I'm glad I didn't. Because he would want you to run with him. Can you imagine? My buddy was his workout partner and was miserable. It was like, bro, this guy's out of control. He goes to bed at 8 p.m. at night, no matter what. I think he got a divorce over it. And he takes like this handful of pills. Not not like bad stuff, but like all these natural pills. And he's, he's like, you know, it's 7.59. And then like goes into a coma because his heart rate is so low. Yeah, and don't ever steal a Texan's hat. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever touch a man's hat. You don't ever touch a man's peacock and then and then run with it. Yes, Christy, I did. That happened. It did. Pinocchio was bullying you at Disneyland. Ty, man, dude, you're lucky you didn't serve time with me in the federal penitentiary, bro. You wouldn't be saying that. You wouldn't be asking all these questions. I guarantee you. I'm just kidding. I love Ty. I thought Ty was a girl for a long time, a woman, because I, I, from a far distance, your profile, it, it looks like you have long, waving hair like um, the Little Mermaid in Disneyland. But come to find out, no, Ty is a very muscular, uh, scary man. Terrifying. He lives in the Anaheim hood. Eight o'clock, Goggins coma. One time he was standing at attention, Goggins. And he just fell over like a stiff board, my buddy said. And, 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 and he was just out for 30 minutes like this. With like a 30 pulse, like a 30 or 20 or whatever pulse. It's crazy, man. Why don't you ever hear about seals getting killed by sea creatures and sharks and whales? Well, the reason is, is because the shark comes up to us. Guaranteed, because I've been bumped by all kinds of stuff, and 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 they've actually, there's ways you can tell. I can't go into it, but there's ways you can tell. There's a sea creature uh, down there, you don't know, but your buddy does on the on the surface, and um, circling you. And of course, they don't cancel the dive. They don't care about that. They're like, no, you're you're, you know, you're 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 diving. I don't care. Get in the water. But there's snakes everywhere. Sea snakes. I don't care. Jump in the water. I don't care. We don't stop for nothing. And I think the shark is so blown away by our audacity to get in the water with him and not be encircled by a cage. And then the fact that no bubbles are coming out, I think he's just like, like, what, what do you want me to do? Bite the guy? I mean, he might bite me. I don't know. But we're sitting over there going, please don't touch me there. Fox is the leader of the Mexican Mafia, by the way. Ty, why do you have all these, like, 
gangland uh, comments all the time. Yo, what's up with that that tattoo, son? How do you make a shank? How do you? How, what's the best kind of shank you can make, son? I'm like, bro, calm down, Ty. Hey, man, you, you plan on going to federal penitentiary soon? I can tell you how to make some Laffy Taffy out of uh, Starkiss and, and a coffee creamer, if you want. It's the best stuff you ever had. No, not teaching about creatures, sea creatures is classified, but how you can see sea creatures, forget it. Forget it. So you're saying, so you're saying the shark has your respect? I don't know. I, I no. I think he just like the shark is going. Man, this this person has got to be absolutely out of his mind to be down here right now. My old man was a navy diver, and he says seals are crybabies. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that was after he uh, uh, tried to kiss him. Is that that's what happened? I don't have a comeback for that. Usually, I have something good. I'm sorry. I was just like, <sighs> yep. No, no, we really are. I mean, I mean, you're right. I, I, your 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 grandpa was was a very respectable and um, actually a very honest guy. I would say because he's absolutely right. We we are crybabies. We cry all the time. We cry before the dive. We cry after. We cry when we're on CNN saying that we were the only ones that uh, uh, accomplished the mission and got Bin Laden. It's a lot, a lot of tears going on. A lot of tears. Can you cook? You should do some cooking videos. It's funny how you say that. Um, why, why do people keep asking me that? Like, listen, you want to see me cook? Have you seen my cooking uh, barbecue? You should have seen the chicken that I that I made today. It was on fire. My chicken was on fire because I love y'all so much. I was doing a video and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not giving this up. I'm not doing it. I'll, 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 uh, uh, when I am done touch pointing and conducting a lion's mane drill with lions in my lion's mane, then I will go to my chicken. Then I will get you out of the the um, furnace thing was on fire hey i'm crying Arian, you don't answer my questies maddie eight by eight ask away seriously i'm here for you ask me whatever you want sorry i didn't get your question man i'm sorry what is your opinion on o'neill and his claims i kind of went into it earlier um you 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 should never be claiming anything on your own in the seal teams it's called seal teams uh it's called the teams. Like everybody knows when you say, yeah, I was in the teams, it means you were in the SEAL teams. It's because it takes everybody to do one thing. All, uh, uh, when we're on our own, uh, we obviously, um, we, we can't do much on our own. We're not superhuman. Uh, but as a team, a well-synchronized season team, uh, extremely effective and powerful and worth a hundred fighting men, just six guys. Very dangerous crew. Very dangerous. Thank you so much, Sniper. Thank you. Cats and Dungeon. I don't know if you're ready to hear about the Dungeon. Do you want me to put me in the worst mood ever? Do you really want me to go there tonight? It's too late to be going in the Dungeon story. That's for the deep, dark dredges of... Uh, well, it's a testimony, though. 
If there's somebody out there that is desperate for 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 hope and and doesn't believe in the Jesus thing but is desperate right now and they say, "Yes, please tell me the dungeon. I'll, I'll do it." But please be please be serious and real cuz I got a big heart and I'll do it. Maddie, besides you, Maddie, you're probably sipping my ties in in a in Disneyland right now with that fox for all I know. I'm just kidding. I'm playing. I'm joking. No, that sounds so good, homie. It does, brother. Maddie, it does, doesn't it? I would sip my ties with that fox and I would try to kiss him even and I I would I would do everything I could to to get out of this house rest. Okay? What? Pop Colonel, hi. How are you doing from Boston? What's up? Boston, what's going on? Insufficient battery. Oh, charged. Hello, Jimmy. God bless you, and God bless America. My ties for that trident. That's right. That's right. Hey, let, let me let me let me let me tell you something though. Let me let me back up. Hold on. Did you say your grandpa was a diver? And he said we were crybabies. I get that. I get that. We are. However, there is something they call, and I'm going to let it out. This is a secret, but I'm just going to say it because I just can't hold this back. And when I heard about it as a SEAL, and when all everybody else, the SEALs, heard it at the bar, when we were with a bunch of divers, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever heard in my life. Because these divers were drunk, and vino veritas means in Latin, in wine there's truth. You all know what I'm talking about. And they said that... Uh, there was something called deep sea, uh, deep sea kissing. Now, hey, I'm not, I'm not bagging on the divers, okay? But, but this is the truth, okay? We may be crybabies, but I assure you, we're not deep sea kissing, homeboy. Well, one time, but, but for the most part. Okay, that that's what's up. Your lives are very entertaining. I get ready for bed listening to you. Thank you. I like that. Appreciate you saying that. I really do. You know, um, uh, if I could, I would take a shower with y'all, uh, sleep with y'all, um, everybody. That's just how I am. That's how much I love y'all. Stop. You're too funny. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm glad nobody said, give me the dungeon story. My goodness, that time, that beeper is done. Max, I'm sorry. We're going to have to do that tomorrow. That one time. <laughs> yes, explain the dungeon, please, Wesley. Wesley, you want me to? I, I was thrown into a dark, dark dungeon, uh, and it was so bad that uh, I was deaf for several days afterwards, uh, pretty much deaf because of the bars slamming so loud. In fact, there was, uh, everybody's like, stop, no, please. I'll just go real quick. There was a guy, uh, there was a guy naked with feces and on the wall and he's yelling F God for three or four days. It was supernatural what he was doing. You couldn't do that on your own power. 
So there is a good, and I'm always amazed when people uh, believe in Ouija board experiences. Like they all, everybody has a Ouija board experience. Like, oh, my uh, Elvis uh, picture of myself back in the day uh, floated past, you know? And I'm like, if you believe in that, there's got to be the other side. So anyways, what I'm saying is this guy was not on his own power and he yelled for, um, he was yelling for three days, F, F God, as loud as you could. And, and I, I mean, day and night. So 36 hours, um, it was hell. We were stripped of all of our dignity and everything. But 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 um, I was thrown onto a seventh and eighth of an inch mat. That's all I had in, in a deep, dark cell. And uh, I looked across the dark room. Uh, this place was absolutely hopeless. And I saw two eyes looking at me, white eyes looking back at me in the dark, black uh, uh, cell and these doors are slamming no dignity was I mean it's over right and um, and uh, I said um, I said hey man because I'm always trying to be encouraging because if you're encouraging someone um, in your most hardest times you'll find that you actually get energy and power from helping people as much as you don't want to maybe I've always found that encouraging someone or helping someone um, will literally um, give you a boost, give you energy. It's incredible. And and, um, it's hard to do that when you're really down. It's really hard to do that. And um, serving ice cream for breakfast. Yeah, I've done that. And so I look at these two eyes and he's staring at me. And you never know what you're gonna, you're facing down there either. You know, you don't know if that other person's absolutely nuts and can attack you or, or what. And I said, um, uh, if this story is for one person, you know, that won't, that needs it, it's worth telling. Okay. And I have to kind of slip into a dark place, but, but, but the, the outcome is so powerful. If you can grasp, grasp how powerful this story is and how it can change your life then you'll never be the same. I promise you after the story. And so I saw these eyes coming back at me and I, I was such in a down place. I, I said, uh, Hey, and you know, I've deserved a lot of things, but I did not deserve the dungeon. Okay. I've deserved a lot of things, but I did not deserve the dungeon. It was absolutely nothing to do with, it was crazy. It was like demonic. It was like, Hey, throwing you in the dungeon. And so I looked at him. I said, Hey, Hey man. I said, what, what are you in here for? And you don't talk. There's a certain kind of talk you talk in these places. You don't, you don't just be like, what's up, bro? But I said, hey, man, what, I said, what you in here for? And, and he said, um, he said, I'm, I'm getting transferred out tomorrow, man. And he just, and you don't see this much either. You don't see a lot of crying. It's a sign of weakness. And it's animals in, in those places. And uh, if you show weakness, um, you're, you're a target. You're prey. You, you become a target. You can be assaulted and raped, all kinds of terrible things in a place like that. Uh, I mean, it's pretty scary when you're checking into, into a place uh, and they're, and you're getting booked in and they tell you, uh, you know, how, how many times have you been sexually assaulted in other facilities and you're a grown-ass dude and because it, 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 it's, it's a bad place. These places are bad. And so anyways, I'm sitting there and... Um, I say, what's up, man? And he starts bawling in his eyes. And he says, man, it's over for me, man. It's over. 
He said, they said I killed my girlfriend last night or, or the other day, and, and, and they're transferring me tomorrow morning. And I said, I said, I didn't say anything. He said, he said, but I, but I swear I didn't do it. And you hear that a lot too. And, but I said, I believe you, bro. I believe you. I said, listen, man, uh, let me ask you a question. And I creeped up in the dark over there to him, kind of crawled, bear crawled with this nasty, dirty floor. Bars are slamming. It's probably two, three in the morning. And I, and I say, listen, man. And see, I, I wasn't real close to God, but my mom always told me to scream out for Jesus if I was dying in battle. Or a place like this. And so he uh and and so and they believed in the power of Jesus, like he could save and you know physically save you. And so I said, uh I said, Hey man, and this had worked for me for other people in my life. Maybe not me all the time, but I knew that there was something to this miraculous name, this power. And so I said, Hey man. I said, check it out. And I don't know why this happened. But I said, check it out. I said, look at me, man. And he looked at me. And he's bawling in his hands. His life's over. His life's over. He's getting transferred out in the morning. And he says, he says, what? And I said, listen. I said, do you? I said, do you believe that Jesus can save you from this place? And he says, and he just put his hands down like, Man, what the, like, why are we even talking, man? You know what I mean? And he put his hands down. And he was like, man, he goes, I, I, I don't know about all that, bro. And I said, look, man. I said, listen to me, bro. I said, I didn't ask that. I asked you if you believe that Jesus can save you from, I'm not talking about, hey, do you believe Jesus can save you on the streets? No, I'm talking about life and death. I'm talking about, do you believe that Jesus can physically rescue you right now from this hell. Um, he, he can save you uh, internally, which is more important, but, but because we're so fleshly and physical, the time is now. And I said, do you believe that? I didn't ask that. I said, do you believe that Jesus can save you from this place physically, this, this cell? And he looked at me, and he put his hands back down and he was bawling. And this is not normal in these places. And if I was an animal, then I would punk him out for his Kool-Aid or his food, you know, because of this. And I said, I said, um, and, and he said, my, my mom, my mom used to talk about this man named Jesus. He says, but, and I stopped him. I said, but that's not what I asked. I said, do you believe that Jesus can save you from this hellhole, this shithole? I'm sorry, but that's what it was. And he looked at me, and I guess he saw it in my eyes. He saw it in my eyes, and, and he goes, I, he goes, like, I believe, yeah, he goes, all right, he goes, all right, I, I 
He goes, okay, I believe that Jesus can save me from this place. He confessed like that. And you could tell this guy didn't believe in Jesus. But when you ain't got nothing else, and you've tried everything, and you've tried everything in this world, and, you, and, and you've called on every single other name, but it hasn't saved you, then I'll tell you what, the only things that you hear, and I, I, I watched four army guys die in front of me, one by one. They, they all faded out. And they, were, they, were, they, were, they faded out one by one as a surgeon worked frantically on them in a nasty Baghdad hospital. And they each faded out. Somebody had thrown a grenade in their turret inside the compression, ruined them. And they screamed for mom and Jesus. And they all screamed the same thing and faded out one by one. Surgeon comes up to me to operate on me. He says, man, it's, your shrapnel's near a, a, a nerve bundle. Do you want me to operate on you? I said, no. Because he's covered in blood. I said, no. I, I, I don't want any of this. And so, so this guy is in this cell, this dungeon with me. And he says, I believe Jesus can do this. I said, okay. So it is. Just according to what you just said, so it will be. Something like this. I go over, crawl back over in my misery, crumple down on this seventh of an eighth inch mat, and only a couple hours go by. You don't sleep at all. But I turned my back to him. I, I woke up, and it was just dawn, or, or, or the sun was just coming up. And I noticed his little bit of his hygiene bag was strewn out, and I figured they just came and just grabbed him and, and transferred him because he was gone. And then I set up, and I'll never forget looking over there like in just a shock and uh, just my own my own pain and suffering. And uh, he ran in and he looked at me with the biggest white eyes. And he said, they're releasing me. They're releasing me. And I mean, we're talking like crazy yelling. They're releasing me. They're releasing me. He kept saying, they're releasing me. He goes, I gotta go. I gotta go. And he ran out. But then he ran back in. And I'll never forget what he said. He looked at me. And I looked at him. And he said, Jesus. And I said, don't you ever forget it, bro. And that's all I got tonight. It, it, the Bible says, those call upon the name of the Lord and he shall answer you. Hey, all my love tonight. Uh, this, to me, this is the happiest ever. Like I get real super, like super, uh, 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 painful memories, but, but good. And if I had to go through all that to tell you that Jesus can save you because he's no respecter of person, but you got to cry out and you got to mean it. That you believe in your heart that Jesus can save you, don't I? From wherever you are. All my love. I love you, everybody. Thank you very much. I appreciate all y'all. Thank you. I gotta go. <laughs>